A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Brought to you by Duck Duck Ritter. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. Captain Dirk Waltz. And special guest. First time caller, long time listener. Captain Scott Shank. That's, That's me. me. <laughs> yeah, all right. Hey, is there, is there a chance that we can find another artist to do another different song than this one? Right. Outdoor show? Man, I don't know who, whoever that clown was that did this. One. Yeah, I was Damn. thinking maybe we could do the old song to start the show and then do this one to end, end the, show. the show. I like it. I, so I, you know, because yeah, um, this. I, I, hey, Chris, where did those? And, and Jeff likes it, so the we're, vocalist we're, is hard to listen to. Oh, I'm just, yeah. Kevin Agreed. and I were trying to figure out where did the Thursday night show uh, so song come from. So was one of the hosts. We, Remember, we were discussing yeah, that. Where did that ever come Touché. from? Harold sent it to me. <laughs> Huh? Harold. To, to, oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Uh, uh, yeah, I got, I got it. Okay. So, so yeah, you know Harold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, by the way, um, I'm definitely getting older. Really? Agreed. Yeah. yeah. We're listening. So, yeah. Something to do with the so, gray hair. Yeah. Well, no. I, <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, fished all day Saturday, in a tournament. You know, Oof. thank goodness I had Sunday off, but then to fish basically five days this week. That's that's a lot, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. I resemble uh, that remark. Wow, <laughs> that's a lot. You know, I I, uh, I got home yesterday and walked yeah. in the house, and the ceiling fan was on, and, uh-huh. and I guess it was about two thirty, three o'clock. And I just sat on the couch, kind of grabbed the the, <laughs> the, the pillow, pillow, and yeah. the dog came up and leaned up against me, and Kate goes, "Are you okay?" And I said, "I'm beat." Oh gosh, Tuesday so and Wednesday was brutal, beat. was it yeah. not? Yeah, it was. It the was. humidity and all that on Tuesday and Wednesday was. Inc- I mean, I thought it was at least by the time we got yeah, in. The wind. Fish and when all. is the wind going to let up and give us a break? It, it has it all year. <clears throat> Golly, all, all, I mean, all, we've had all, about five weeks of it. Yeah, yeah. No, there's. It, it's just. It, I I was sitting there on uh, on Sunday and. <clears throat> Obviously, we went to the awards, uh, which which we'll we'll get into that for old school. And uh, when I got home, I'm like, I need a nap, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because the awards was at eleven, and I was home by twelve, yep. you yeah. know. And it it it's just uh it it's 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 a tough. This year has been 
tough to be a charter captain. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, that's all I can say. I mean, it's it's been fish has been good at times. I mean, I I will tell you guys this. Um, yeah, fishing's good. Saturday yeah. was one of the most epic days. Mm. Um, we absolutely blistered the fish. I mean, like like at one point in times, James is like, "Stop, just break. stop." We got. You know, like line hanging down, fluorocarbon with no rigs. We got rigs all squirreled up. We got you know ribbon fish in the on the deck. We're like just need to regroup. And yeah. coming from James, yeah. that means they were quite busy because yeah. he usually doesn't stop. He's an animal. Yeah. When he gets out well, there. I mean, Chris c- couldn't even get us on the air. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that well, was I know funny. At one point, yeah, you said, I got to go. I, I, yeah, like, yeah, that was Wee! the second time. That you was the called. second time. The first time I called. Uh, talking, talking, and then I hear, like, uh-oh, see ya. <laughs> yeah. That's and, a good problem to and, have. And, 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 and here's the deal. It was northeast at 7 to 10. You never broke a sweat all day. It was un, It was one of the most gorgeous days to fish that you could possibly have. I mean, for June, the fish are biting, and, and, and you're, you're, you're comfortable. Paul, you know Dozier, I mean? Paul Dozier's one blessed man. There is no, I mean, it, it, there's no way it could have lined up any better. And yeah. he had three fish over forty pounds. Yeah, on, on, on the beach. On the beach. That that's is, pretty strong. That's that. That's amazing. I mean, it it really is. Um, and and then, you know, there was some some high thirties, and then it, and then it, it 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 went down pretty fast after that. A mullet head uh, came in tenth. With a thirty-five, that's pretty strong. Oh, it's great right fish, man! Great fish. Congratulations to all those guys, uh, Mr. Lester, Hall of Famer. <laughs> Pull that what? one out of his wazoo. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You wait till you hear the story. Oh, I, I'm, I'm gonna can't. let him tell it. I don't know. Looking at his yeah. disposition in that picture, I know. it looked like he'd had a rough morning. No, he he he, <laughs> he always looks I mean, like that. It was a very, very, very stressful fight. Uh, I'm wow. just going. I'm just going to put it that way. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let him tell the story because it is a great story. I but, tell you what, those animals can get squirrely. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, well, it wasn't the animals that got squirrely. The crew. The crew. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Here we go. I can't yeah. imagine. Oh, and, I can't and, imagine a group of people hanging out with Lester getting squirrely. Yeah. So Lester comes in in third, right? Yep. Congratulations. So by so the way. he That's so he really goes great. up on the stage, and. Paul Dozier announces that one of the top three places did not get in the Calcutta. Oh my and I'm gosh. Like, I'm like, oh Lester, don't 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 play. Oh, <laughs> say, man, it so. say it ain't so, bro. And Dozier says But that totally sounds like Lester, doesn't it? No, 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 because no. because he, he is an old salt when it comes to Kingfish tournaments. Okay. He knows. He, 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 he knows better. He knows, he, he knows better. You you, okay? you do you do you do Calcutta before you do entry. Fit. Right, right, right. So <laughs> so when, when when they got up there and and announced Lester's third place fish, they're like by the way, you get second place Calcutta. Oh, sweet. Yeah. How sweet is that? $11,000. That hurt the person in second place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ouch. Second place. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Ow. That's the only nice thing I think, bonus. though, is 
you know, if he does come around, you know, a few big uglies or something like that would be nice. I mean, it's not hurting eleven thousand dollars. You want eleven thousand? We should be getting, uh, you know, eggs Benedict and the slider. I was just trying to be nice. I was just being nice. You guys are taking another. That's besides the check that he got for the tournament. Second, you know, and and I don't remember exactly. Congratulations again. Yeah, pretty man. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. I mean, you think about the week that led up to that. Yes, yes. The fish showed up. Yes. The bait was you could have walked on it Friday. I mean, it was yes. uh, for Agreed. three days. Yep. I couldn't believe that the the biomass is is Dr. Dave Edwards would say that was on the beaches from your yep. area all the way to Fernandina. It was unbelievable. And then they, and then, they, <laughs> and then, then the next they day, go, yeah, Saturday, gone, gone. <laughs> gone. Sunday, there wasn't. A, I went looking Sunday, and I'm like, there's no bait anywhere on the and, beach. And, and and let me tell you, it was. Um, <laughs> You know, whenever when, when, bad for guys. whenever you pre-fish, it doesn't mean you're going fishing. You know, you're going looking. Right. You know, and and we had run south, James. And look, Scott, we we hammered the fish on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and and Friday at, at the captain's house. It was not a secret. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, from really from the St. Augustine Inlet to the gate station. There, we caught kingfish and, yeah. and, and had a great week. And I'm like, yep. I ain't going there. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, I mean, I'm going it's, the opposite it, direction. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to do something. You know, I'm going to go somewhere. But anyway, whenever we ran south on on Friday, we found a knot of bait. It was not. It was not a a, a giant school, but it was a knot. And I mean, like. You could not throw the cast net in the middle of it because you would not get it back. Mm-hmm. Okay, you had to get on the outside of it. And you know when we came out of the inlet. By the way, I came out with a dozen mullet and a dozen ribbons. So That's I smart. was I was okay. Yeah, you know? smart. You're um, ready. Let's let's go south. And there was there was a pile of boats at the lighthouse. I saw as I ran by them, I saw nobody even throwing. It was. 50 boats at the pier and mm-hmm. i went around them and i saw a few people cast and we we just went straight to that bait pod and by god it was still there wow and there wasn't a person within miles of a 657 boats and there was there was no one and i mean no one through the net blacked out both live wells sweet and so i got both live wells completely full Got chum and bait. I got chum. I got bait. You know, and yep. uh, um, turned on the radio, started listening to you guys. Got everything set out, and hell, it wasn't. I, it, we 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 don't get in a hurry, you know. So it was seven thirty, seven forty-five. Once we got all settled in, and turned on the radio, and Mullethead had already called a thirty-plus. We right. went, oh, ah, that's just great, you know. Yeah, missed the bike yeah, now and, or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jeff Jeff Stam who was further south than I was, he's already got two fish in the box. And and, and we, we, you know, we went, I don't know, an hour, hour and a half without a bite, without anything. Wow. You know, and, and um, you know, the, the, you know how your brain starts going. Oh, yeah, you you're know, wondering you, whether you did the right thing. And, and, and James and I, one, one thing that, um, one thing we don't do, we don't chase radio fish. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, and, and it, yep, I, I could have. I, I, you know, because I, it, Jeff Stamp called me and he's like, dude, I'm on fish. I said, I, I said, I know. 
I said, I'm going to, I'm going to stick it out where I am for right now. And then, and then obviously mullet head was, you know, Ponte Vedra beach somewhere, Yeah, you know, and that's, I wasn't going there. (laughs) No, you know, I wasn't doing that. They were piled up there. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 But at about eight 45, we got a bite. We lost the fish, got another bite, lost that fish. And then from, from, from then uh, until 1030, it was just, it, it was, it was insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like it, because, because I'm on the trolling motor now, it's kind of cool that whenever you get a bite, you just hit spot lock, you know? So you've, you've, unless the fish is dumping it right. and you have to chase it down, you know, right. then you just, you just fight the fish back to the boat. Well, hell, we never came off spot lock. We were just putting lines out, just hand feeding them, you know? Nice. And, and and there were some sharks, jacks mixed in there too, but um, I think we went like 10 for 17 on, on kingfish. That's a fun day. Yeah. With two guys. Yeah. And, and, then, and then to catch uh, jacks and sharks. And, whew, you wore out. Wore out, bro. Yeah. You know, but I would have, I would have, I would have given all those bites back to have one bite. Right. You know, that's all you're looking for. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's, that's all you're looking for is that one bite. But we, uh, I, you know, and, and, and I'm, I've, Anybody that asks, I mean, I don't know that we lost a big fish. I don't, I, you know, yeah. I, I know we caught a bunch of small fish. Right. I never saw a fish, you know, sky on a bait. And went, oh, my oh, God, yeah. you know. I know I know. Jeff Stam said that he that his first bite was a really big fish, uh, skied on the on the prop wash bait, and they missed it. But yeah, we, I, caught we, a, never, we caught a real nice fish right before the tournament, I think on the Friday at the Red Tops. Mm-hmm. It skied on a bait. I mean, a big one, you know, and we yeah. caught it. So the, I knew there were fish down there. Yeah. And it was funny. I mean, I, I was really surprised at how many people pre-fished on Friday and were actually catching the fish and keeping them. Yeah. And I, and I was like, yeah. I was watching them gaff them. I'm yeah. going, you guys fishing a tournament, man. Yeah. Um, maybe so, you want to catch that tomorrow? Yeah. 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 So so when, when we're pre-fishing one um, single hook, uh, fluorocarbon leader, it, all you want to do is – See clarify they're there. that yeah, they're, see there. they're there. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, that's that, you. that's all that you know. And 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 on on Friday, um, we 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 had a kingfish bite, and and uh, it actually ended up catching the fish, letting it go, and then we were done. We were going. We, let's go home. We we went back by the bait pod to make sure they were still there that afternoon. But I mean, we were, we we left the dock on Friday pre-fishing. We left the dock at seven thirty, and uh, and by the way, totally got cheated. Ran back to St. Augustine Inlet around ten or so, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was really pretty in there, and and so put downrigger down and blah blah blah, and we don't even have the second bait out, and the downrigger goes off, and uh, fish is acting weird, you know I'm I'm trying to you know you know as, as a charter captain you know you know the sharks are eh, eh, eh. Yep. You know, you know oh, it's yeah. a shark, you know, oh, and, yeah. and a kingfish absolutely blisters it. Smokes it. Right. And then, you know, a jack will kind of blister it and then kind of just sit there, you yeah. know. Well, this this fish kind of blistered it and then kind of went down. And, and I'm like, what the hell is this? You know, I'm, I, I mean, and now I know it's not a kingfish, but I, I want to see what it is. Mm-hmm. About a 70-pound tarpon. Wow. <laughs> Never jumped. Nothing. Wow. I was like, I totally got cheated. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just I just wanted a few jumps. Yeah, just give me some little bit of yeah. yeah. That's been the one thing that's been good. I mean, in retrospect, the, the, the bite is good offshore. Oh yeah. Now the inshore bite, eh. Yeah. But offshore or the beach, it's 
the bite's good. The biggest challenge has been finding the the wigglers or be innovative enough to find the right. bait, any kind of bait. I know. I know. I know your idea was a good one a minute ago. We were talking off the air, but uh, you know, you've got to be able to think a little bit outside of the box and be prepared because I can remember it's been a couple of years ago that there was no bait. We would go up the river and look for mullet. Spend an yeah. hour looking for well, we, mullet. By, by the way, we we had that conversation. A mm -hmm. bunch of us Thursday night. Yeah, on you know talking about twenty twenty when there was no bait and That's we were right. all getting up at at four thirty in the morning and launching at five fifteen to go look for mullet. Go look for mullet. Um, what a terrible summer that was. And we can't find them right now. I haven't really seen a whole lot of mullet jumping around. Have you? I, I mean, haven't. Just lying on I it. saw the wildest thing the other day. I mean, you know, and it, it doesn't happen very frequent frequently, but you know, we've got different places all over the river that every once in a while if you go to them you know there, right. there are greenies in there uh-huh and i'm talking not just uh, you know slightly up the river i'm talking like way the heck up the river and i know steve mullen the other day you know on one of the windy days on when the weather was just tough and you knew you weren't going to be able to get offshore to get bait he went up to one of those little spots and threw the cast net and came up with a lie well full of Six inch wow bread spins and I'm like I'm jealous. I'm like, wow, wow. you know, yeah. So folks, sometimes think outside the box and you know, make sure that you're being yeah. observant of what's going on because that stuff does happen. I mean, you you know, I can remember years ago going down to Mike's place, right? And we'd put in there, and, and I know I don't fish down there a lot anymore, but you go down there and those docks down there would be loaded with greenies, yeah, and you just got to. Go, hey, you know, I, I need a different mesh cast net. Yep. Don't throw your pogey net on there because <laughs> yeah. you'll fin them all. But if you got the right net, sometimes that stuff helps. It's yeah. like finger mullet. If you're up in a creek, I know one of the guys called me one day a couple weeks ago, and he goes, hey, I was up in one of the creeks over here by one of the bridges, and he said, there are so many mullet in there, six-inch mullet. I'm like, put that in the back of my head, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. So try to be innovative. Croakers the other day and drug them. Croakers will work. Yeah, croakers will work. I mean, shoot, I remember the days when we chummed twenty five years ago. That's right, croaker or uh, you or know, whiting. Shoot, yeah, yeah in a minute, you know, yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm gonna do a, a weather report, Kirk. You, I got tides. come up with the tides. Uh, always brought to you by the bearded pig, best barbecue around. Oh yeah. And uh, let's see, southwest winds. Nope, nope Kirk hasn't not, been smelling it. Nope, haven't been getting the feeling. <laughs> no Today, west-southwest, 10 to 15, becoming south in the afternoon. By the way, folks, that is the same forecast for the last seven or eight days, and it really needs to change, uh, and we'll talk about that here in just a second. Tonight, southwest winds, 10 to 15, 2 to 3. Uh, tomorrow, it's it, it, they're calling for northwest, 5 to 10, becoming northeast, 10 to 15 in the afternoon. That would be actually, nice. That's a great forecast. That'd that's be good. exactly what we need. Uh, Monday, southeast winds 5 to 10, increasing 10 to 15 in the afternoon. That'd be money. Yep. Yep. Monday, uh, Monday night, south winds around 10 knots coming back. Tuesday through Wednesday night, south winds 10 to 15, 2 to 3, yeah. showers and thunderstorms likely. You mentioned something. Uh, There's a, 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 something happening in the Gulf that's going to slide over and give us kind of a crappy week. So a lot of rain is what mm -hmm. you're talking about. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Tides. Tides brought to you by Angie's Subs. Yeah, that's the, by the way, great, great, great picture of you and Ed on Facebook. Yes. He's a nut. I mean, the, the you know, you caught me he, totally off guard. And he's like, hey. <laughs> I'm like, he makes I'm that like, face all I'm the like, time. Wow. That's, his, that's, his, that's, that's his, his trademark. Yeah. That's his That's his motive, yeah. you know. 
But uh, food there, folks. If you haven't been to Angie's, I don't care what you do. You know, you can go to all the Brand X sub shops. I had one yesterday, and it was good. But you it just can't Angie's. beat the quality of the food you get there. Finest bread. They use fresh bread. Most sub shops don't do that. They buy the frozen stuff and then thaw it out. Go there. Check it out. I, I do like the turkey. I'm sorry. No, oh, it's good stuff. Anyway, yeah. Right now, we got a high tide. So it's got 854 a.m. pushing right now. I got a low tide at 242. Um, you know, we just came through and we're coming up on a new moon. And if you're looking at the flood all the way up today, it's not coming up that high. I mean, I'm trying to look at it right here, but it's, I think that the, the in retrospect to what we've, we've had with the winds, now we've got a peak tide this afternoon at, at 4.9. So it's not getting super high. Right. I mean, it's not getting up in the parking lot kind of high. Mm-hmm. But with these uh, these crazy winds, boy, when it gets low, it's getting low the last couple yes. days. Yep. Uh, hey, now, Chris, it's it's Father's Day weekend, right? Yes, it yes, is. Yes, it's yes, Father's yes. Day month. It's, <laughs> <laughs> so so here's here's what I want, right? Uh, I, I, I want people to call us and give us stories with their dad oh, in the boy. outdoors. Oh, yeah, a memorable okay, story I, that yeah. you had with your father. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't want football stories right. or baseball stories. I, right. I, I want, oh, and, and I want you guys to think about it we'll, we'll, because I, I have some, some um, I had, uh, I went and had a beverage with my dad on, on Wednesday night. We sat and talked for two hours about Palm Valley and all the That's times cool. that we spent. Oh man, it was, it was, it was awesome. Awesome time. But it, it, it just kind of hit me that uh, I know there's a bunch of people out there that would love to tell father stories. I love to hear them. I think that, think that that would be really cool. Right here on the Nimdick Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. If you want to give us a call, 641-1010. And yes, that is... Steely Dan. Steely Dan. It's good stuff. Welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And yes, I did get to fish with Mr. Jeff Norman this week, who is the owner of Duck Duck Rooter. And uh, it was it was kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. You, you text people, you talk to people, you email people, and, you know, I, you're you kind of get to know him, but I, I had no idea what he looked like. And he had no idea what I looked like. And then he brought his son, Brody. Yep. And and it and his father in law, and um, it was it was one of those days where we had to run south to get to catch bait, right? You know, and I told Scott, I said, "Hell, we're three quarters of the way to Matanzas." Scott and I had caught fish at Matanzas earlier in the week, and uh, so I ran down there and 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 just just my head sunk. I'm like, "Damn it, <laughs> no bait." No, no, no. We had bait. We had plenty of bait. The water just looked awful. Awful. I mean, oh, it had rained. Yeah. It had been blowing west. You know, we had an outgoing tide. I mean, and and the water didn't clear up until you got to like 50 feet. And I don't have any confidence whatsoever fishing with Tansas at 50 feet. Yeah. I mean, that's not where I fish. I, I know people go, well, that's where I always fish. Well, that not me. I'm I'm a 25-foot yeah. to, to 40 feet, maybe. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I'll even go in there to 12 feet and catch fish. Yeah. But so anyway, I called Scott. And uh, he was he was catching a few fish back towards the inlet, and uh, ran up there. And we went four for five on kingfish, and just ha- just had an awesome day, a- awesome day. But uh, I, the bait I, was I at the pier, it. Kirk. And I don't know if you know this, but 
there must have been when they were doing the reconstruction of the beach down there. Right. Oh, there, yeah. That thing, it's 10 and 12 feet of water on dead low tide. Like I, And I found out, too, we were going to get in trouble if we stayed there any longer. We're supposed to be 300 yards off the beach, and we could literally walk out and went and got breakfast. Yeah, I, 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 I get that. The bait was piled, bait was piled in there real shallow. I mean, who's, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I, I had a lifeguard at one point in time sw- swim out to me when I was fishing a bait pod. And I'm like, dude, first off, have you looked in this bait pod? It was full of sharks, you know? And, and he's, he's like, Cap, you can't fish here. You can't. And I'm like, you know. Uh, I understand. Yeah, I understand you know. everybody's reasoning, and I understand. Oh, you but do? there was nobody. I don't understand the well, reasoning. One, it, we're, there was no. There was nobody swimming right there off the pier. Right. We right. Right. Okay. Right, so right. I'm not putting right anybody's that. life in yeah. danger of them surfing or whatever. Maybe I get mm-hmm. it. But is it 300 feet or 300 yards? 300 yards, I think it is. That's a long way. It's a long bro. ways. Yeah. But I know. I don't. I mean, I. I. I hey, man. We're all trying to make a living here. Yeah. I'm trying to survive, okay? Yeah. There's bait where it was, and that was the only little patch of bait. And, Kirk, when I tell you there was 25 charter boats in there, there was 25 there, charter boats there, in there. There was. Oh, wow. And there, it there was, was a flip this here, stuff, yeah. a flip there. You yeah. made it, it five was, throws to catch pain, two baits. Pain, pain in the rear. All right, let's go talk to Carol. She called in because we asked about dad stories. We yeah, some Father's dad, Day. Father's Day. Father's Weekend. weekend. Father's yeah. day. Happy Father's Day weekend. Good morning, Carol. Hi, good morning, guys. I'm long-time listener from back even to the old radio station days. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. All the way back to the ball? I've been, yeah. I've been listening that long. Oh, my gosh. You, you what, go, Carol. Yeah, what did, what did, it is what? not my Saturday morning unless I'm listening to y'all. <laughs> oh, yes. We're honored. Yeah. We're very honored. Yes, thank you. I am 63 years old and grew up in Fernandina, but I live here in Jacksonville now. Uh-huh. Uh, but my dad... I would say probably from when I was in junior high, high school. So we're talking the early to mid seventies. Go fishing, always surf fishing on the beach up in Amelia Island, uh, American Beach, south end mm-hmm. of Amelia Island, even up, say Peters Point, and you know, in that area. But yeah. some of the best places. Uh, and now there's a new Nassau Sound Bridge that doesn't look anything like it did back then. No. The old Nassau Sound Bridge. We would have to go down what would have been A one A. Stop there on the bridge, you know, this side of the bridge, mm-hmm. coming down from Fernandina, park on off the side of the road, lug our gear down to the area where it was the Nassau Sound. So tackle box, cooler, everything else, we'd lug the stuff because you couldn't drive on there back then. And the best place for him to go get fresh flounder, and he, even into October with live shrimp, we would go down to what he called the point, which is where the Nassau Sound and the Atlantic Ocean came together. Mm-hmm. And it was, that was his spot. I mean, that was, I mean, he, he, we could go catch all the flounder we wanted to back then. <laughs> and, I and, mean, it was and, just and, like. And it's, it's funny you should say that was his spot because I think, like for me, I, I, I will tell a story here. My dad had the spot. You know, that uh-huh. it, uh, oh, it, yeah. it was, you knew even, even as a six or seven year old, he didn't have to tell you where we were going. You knew where we were going. Yeah. We were going to that spot. <laughs> That's exactly. cool. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, even in October, and it was, the weather was not that great, and we would have, as long as we had live shrimp, and we could go out there, and we could go get bigger than dinner plate size flounder, big. Nice. He would go out there and go flounder gigging at night. Of course, I wasn't back then. I wasn't allowed to go. To, I didn't get to go do that. Right. But, you had to go to school. Um, 
And even when I was younger than that, probably early junior high, we were surf fishing on the beach, probably from anywhere from American Beach south towards the sound along there. And I had hooked something and I did not know what it was. And it was just not giving up. And my dad said, we need to just cut the line. And I kept I kept holding onto the pole as hard as I could and walking up the beach, back up the beach with it, trying to get it into shore, whatever it was, and reeling as hard as I could. And my dad ended up having to get the pliers out of the tackle box and go out into the breakers. And I had to put the pole down and go out there with him. I had hooked a huge loggerhead turtle. Oh. (laughs) And he had to get the pliers and and get the hook out of its mouth and everything like that. Good for him. Good for yeah. him. That's that's, oh, yeah. that's good stuff. Carol, thank he you so lo- much. He that's loved awesome. the outdoors, and he and his <laughs> thing was going fishing, and that was the best part of growing up when I was that age with him was just uh, pack up the truck and let's go. Great memories. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right, Carol. Alrighty. You all take care. Happy Father's Day to all of you. Thank, thank you. you. So much. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. All right. Take you care. all take care. Yep. All righty. All righty. Great memory. Absolutely. Let's go talk to Richard. He's got a dad story for us. Where, Richard? Good morning. Uh, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, buddy. So, thank you. So uh, I I wanted to share a story about my uh, my stepdad. Um, lost him in uh, December last, just this past December, and he was 83. But um, I grew up over in Swanee County, and we would hunt out uh, west of the Swanee River in Lafayette County. And uh, Dad was a agriculture teacher and shop teacher, and uh, he loved to hunt. We were the there was the Hatch Bend Hunting Club that we were a member of, and they leased lots and lots of land from the paper companies out there. We had a fifteen foot ladder stand, uh-huh. and right before Christmas break, I was probably sixteen, seventeen years old. Right before Christmas break, he had to have knee surgery, and they did this. The surgery, they put one of those braces on that goes from like your hip to your ankle. It's Velcro strapped and your legs straight. Yeah, yeah. It. That's a hard one to and walk on. He, yeah, well, he still insisted he wanted me to get to take him hunting over Christmas break. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so one morning we, we got in the truck and he's walking around, you know, peg legs stuck straight out and drove out to the woods and we get to the He's got his crutches, and we get to the ladder stand, tracing through the woods at before before daylight. And I'm like, Daddy, how are you going to climb this stand? And he's like, hold my gun and put them crutches under there in the bushes. <laughs> I said, yes, sir. But I watch him basically reach up as high as he can on that ladder with his arm and hop one leg up to the top of that stand. Oh, wow. wow. So, uh, then I, so then I climb to the top of the stand and get his, give him his gun. And he, well, it's funny, too, because he's sitting there on this flat piece of plywood with his legs sticking straight out. He can't bend at the knee. And he says, all right, son, I want you to come back here about 10 o'clock. Help me get down. We'll go back to the truck and have some lunch and sit and listen to a football game or whatever on the radio. And then back in the evening, we'll sit till dark. I said, all right. Well, I was tired. Instead of going to my stand, I went back to the truck and I fell asleep. <laughs> These will say at about noon, I hear a tap, tap, tap on the window of the truck. No, you Somehow didn't. he has got down from that ladder stand oh, by no. himself. 
And he was not a happy oh, man. Oh, he wasn't. So, oh, that's but good. needless to say, the rest of the Christmas break, we didn't go hunt. <laughs> that's funny. That's classic. Thanks, Richard. All right, happy to ride uh, All right. Thanks, buddy. That's a funny story. Yeah, that, that's a funny story. <laughs> and and it, it, it was funny because Carol brought up surf fishing. And, and, and as they're telling stories, my mind's going too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I went to basically kindergarten through ninth grade went to Ponte Vedra Palm Valley and uh and and you'll remember this Kirk it what used to be um it used to be called Inlet Beach that's right you know and and they actually had a a gate there and 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 you could you could open the gate and walk down you could park at the gate walk down to the beach and surface and there were there were poles there like an old pier yeah yeah and and, 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 and and dad and I would go surf fishing before school, you know, school we got in at eight o'clock or whatever. We'd be down there at six thirty, and we would surf fish an hour, hour and a half. Hell, it, school was only five mm. minutes from there, you know. So I mean, it was That's cool. It, it was it was a many a morning, you know, during during springtime especially when surf fishing was really good. You know, we we we'd be down there b- before daylight surf fishing, and then you know you go to school and you. <laughs> You're sandy, you know. I mean, there was no going back and getting a shower. No, 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 no. You know? no. I mean, that 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 wasn't going to happen. But yeah, those are. That's funny. Yeah, there's, there's some some fun stuff. Doug's calling us from Indiana. Wow, wow. Good morning, Doug. Good morning. Yeah, Marion, Indiana. Uh, I am originally from Jacksonville. I'm a, a graduate of Inglewood High School, 1989 class. So. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Go class of 89. I'm right with you, Doug. Yeah, thank you. Um, my, um, my dad growing up, I mean, actually, uh, in Jackson or down in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, we went fishing. We'd go on the old burnt bridge there in, uh, Mount Pleasant. And oh, wow. I knew that. First, That's where I grew yeah, up. Is that right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. And so I, right on. So I, uh, First time I ever had a soft shell crab, we were we went crabbing that day. We didn't go fishing; we just went crabbing, and we caught like four or five soft shell crab. And Dad took them home and battered them up. And we—that's the first time I had soft shell crab sandwiches. That's when I got addicted. <laughs> oh yeah, man, those are good. Yeah, and and then I just—this is going to be a Duval shout out. But the first time I ever caught a kingfish, my cousin Raymond McCauley. Um, Captain Ray, he's a he's a charter fisherman too. I know Raymond well. Yeah, yeah, yeah yep. that's my cousin. That's my best friend. And um, so uh, we was out, me, him, and Randall. We were all out fishing. And man, I tell you what, you ain't driving, buddy. Them days will strip that freaking reel out. Man. Oh yeah, oh they'll smoke it. Yeah, when when he took off, man, that thing was like, and, and Raymond said, "Grab it, grab it, grab it," and I grabbed it. And I set the hook, man. And I tell you what, that was one of the best memories I had with Raymond, man, because he taught me through the. Because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> he taught me through the. Yeah, he taught me through the whole thing, dude. And it was like a thirty-pound king, and it was just, it was just awesome. I don't know if he fished that tournament this week or when y'all did, but I, I know he. Man, I just, I, I can't say enough. Happy Father's Day, Raymond. I love you. If you're listening, but yeah, you guys are awesome. I appreciate what you do every Saturday. You, and plus, I love this station because it keeps me plugged in on what's going on with you, the Jaguars, and everything <laughs> else. Right. So, so you, so, so you live in Indiana now? 
Yeah, I, I live in Marion. I got I, I moved here like 20, 23 years ago. I followed my ex-wife, and yeah, I got screwed on that. But then I got remarried, and my wife now, yeah, my wife now, uh, we've been, well, August will be 21 years. Wow, well, congratulations. Yeah, well, yeah, we met May, this is funny, guys, May 27th, uh, Memorial Day. And we got married August 27th, three months later, and we've been together for 21 years. And we got two boys. Well, we got one boy together, but she's got two girls that came in. They call me daddy. And I just, I'm just so thankful for everything that I've got. Yep. And now, now I'm let thankful me, for my, sir. Did you grow up in South Carolina? No, I grew up in Jacksonville. See, my dad, well, my dad was a Marine. My mom, him and my mom was married and. Daddy wouldn't leave the alcohol alone, and so mom just she couldn't take it no more. So she, <laughs> yeah, we moved back. I was actually born in Jacksonville, but we moved back to Jack, and that's where I was at until, um, until we moved here to Indiana. But it, yeah, God brought me all the way to Marion, Indiana, to find my actual wife. That's good stuff. Thanks, Thanks stuff, man. There's great good stories, stuff. good memories. Thanks, stuff. Hey, you guys, you guys are awesome. Thank you for all you do. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. All right, 641-1010 if you want to give us a call right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show with Captain Scott Shank. That's Cap- me. Captain Kirkholz. We'll be right back. C&H Marine, just go to uh, C and hmarine.com for all, all of your, your docks and stuff. And, and, and man, would you, when you look at these pictures of the docks mm-hmm. they build now, I mean, you know, you think of the, the old docks, Lester's in, in the house, by the way, uh, when you think of the old docks, you think, you know, the old wooden pilings yes. and dude, that's not the way docks are anymore. Mm-hmm. They are, they are, they are beautiful. Yep. Oh yeah. They got uh, that uh, lumber rock or whatever that's uh, absolutely called now beautiful. or whatever. By the way. Yes. Kudos to those guys building that wall at Comanche Cove. Dude, are you kidding me? That thing is going to be a lifesaver. I, I, I mean, you ought to see this thing. Really? What do you think it, it is? Twelve feet tall? Well, it's it's those those those. I would say nine feet, right? Because those those oh, baskets, baskets are probably baskets three, feet three feet wide. Do you think? So okay. so picture a crab basket, twice as big, twice as big, filled with rocks. And when I'll tell you this. They, they they have a whole parking lot. They 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 have had it out for three or four months. Gosh, every bit of it, yeah. yeah. So the they come they dump the rocks, right in in the parking lot. Right. They build these things right there, and they load them on a barge, and they 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 go around and they're putting these. It's it's the damnedest thing you've ever seen. They got oyster I, shells in it too, so they're hoping to create a habitat and yeah. habitat as well. Yeah. It, wow, it is. It but if you're using it as a breakwater wall instead right. of just doing pure concrete, they've chose to use. I've concrete. never seen it anywhere else. No, 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 no. Okay, you have and any, uh, no, no, no. And it's y'all not, take any pictures? No, no I'll, we I'll, need I'll, to. I'll, yeah, we need to because it's the, these guys. And I'll tell Sounds you, interesting. Because it's, it's not wire. I want to say. I mean, I was looking at it. I was in the parking lot. It's not really wire. It's not plastic, but it's not something that's gonna rot. I mean, rust or decay in four or five years. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's going to hold together for, a, you know, it's just not going to become a big old ball of junk that ends up in the, no, you know, no, no, in, no. The, in the, in the, in, in the channel. Totally, right. totally environmental. Seriously. Yeah. That's you what know. I'm saying. Yeah, it's going yeah, to hold together yeah. for a long it time. Is, it is the coolest thing, but man, I'll tell you what. They leach them I, all together. I, I truly, every huh. time I go by these guys, I, I just praise them because they, they are working. 
Um, and they can only do it at low tide, Kurt. That's right. They can only do it at low tide. So they only have a, they a only short a window hours. during so, the day, so, and yeah. that's it. Well, so, so during high tide, they build the baskets. They build the baskets, and they load the barge. Yeah, it's the, probably, it, what, 50, 100 of them? Wow. At, at one time? Yeah. I don't know if there's that many. I'd say 20 to 25. I don't know. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just so saying. So they're welding cages around the rocks, then picking the whole cage up and putting the whole cage and everything in the water? On the, yes. So they put it on the barge, right? They, they put place it. it. Yeah, then they, they take the barge around on the low tide. What and, I've seen, they have yeah. these like wooden boxes, and the wire or whatever they're using is in there. Then they fill it full of rocks. Then when they take it out, it, the four corners are steel, and it basically they take rings off of it, and the box falls apart, and the wire stays there. They slide these wood. I've watched them. They slide these wooden doors off of these because they pick the whole thing up, set it on the on the next basket on the next basket. And then know. they yeah, take the wood I'm out of the doors. Struggling with the visualization there, trying yeah, to yeah. figure out. What- it's a box. Yeah. Wire and the rocks are inside the wooden box. Right. Then when they get up there, it's a cage of wire, of, of steel. Oh, Harold. You got to love it. Harold just sent us. Harold yeah. Wisher just sent us a picture. Yeah, of course oh, he okay. did. And then you t- oh, take wow, the wooden doors off of it, and then they sit the box right there. Oh, so it's oyster shells in, yeah, in and the rocks. thing. Yeah, and rocks. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. It's amazing. It is. And it, they, you're trying to make it a breakwater wall because of – all the storms that come in Comanche Cove, they're trying to lay That's the. That's pretty cool. Lay the risk. It is. Down. It is. Yep. But they can do it on the other side too. I I I, I hate to know how much that cost. <laughs> I, I don't even want to guess. Well, but I don't, they, whatever it is, those guys deserve it. No, they're, but they I wonder just, if they're going to take cement and put it over the top of that to hold it in place. Mm-hmm. You think they? they I'm might. just telling you. You know it as much as I did because yeah. when we came in there on Thursday or whatever it was, right. That a sailboat was blocking. He yeah. he he ran aground again. That whole thing they just dredged it six months ago, and it's back to four feet of water on low tide. Right. Wow. Right. Right. Mm. They uh, had but, it at eight but, or nine but, foot. But, uh, yeah. but with this, with this, that's yep. why I think they See, stopped everything and did this, and then they'll dredge. It reminds me a lot of the the construction of the Mayport Rocks, the jetties. So if you go to the north side of the North Rocks, people think that's a sidewalk that's on the North Jetty at Mayport. That's not a sidewalk. That was actually a trestle that they used to move the, the granite from the beach out to the ends, and they would take that that rock, and what they would do is they first they put a, tr- a mat of trees on the bottom of the ocean, the water, right, and then they drive poles down into that. I don't know how they did that in those days back in the 1900s. Somehow they were able to drive poles down into the bottom. And then they would frame up around the edges of that with the rock, and then they'd make a concrete wall wow. out of coquina and Unreal. shells and concrete mortar mixed together, and they'd frame it up. And then they'd lay short rail, railroad rails, and they'd back the flat cars up and dump off more rock and build another section. <laughs> and that looks a lot like what they d- yeah. they're doing here. And yeah. what they would do is frame it up and bring the concrete out and pour it so that what you see at the North Rocks at Mayport, that's actually an old train trestle. Okay. It's not a sidewalk. Right. And when Dora came through, I forgot when that was, what, you know, in 68, 69, 66, 66, right? 66. It tore it all out and that's all that's left. I don't know how the hell we remember Dora, but because that's the only one our parents told us about, told us about. Right. 
So I mean, and, 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 funny, yeah, and, and, and just just think about in the last ten years what we've been through. Mm-hmm. I'd yeah. say fifteen years. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot, a, a lot. Yeah, uh, you, you know, because it, this is so funny. Um, there was, I, 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 I do remember this. Jack Del Rio was the the head coach of the Jaguars. So whatever years those were. Is when that that one year when we had three hurricanes, remember mm-hmm. back oh, yeah. to back to back. I and, remember our Fargo lease was covered in water. Right, right. Well, we we lost power. Yeah, right for weeks. The, yeah, and and yeah, and weeks. that's the first time in my life that we had lost power mm-hmm. to a storm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Carrie's like, "We got to buy a generator." I'm like, "Look, this is this is a once in a lifetime thing. We we've never been hit by hurricanes here." You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll be over in a week, and then y'all but, were out of power for two weeks. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was oh god, with three kids at the house, stuff. It was crazy. But yeah, September fourth, nineteen sixty-four, was Dora. My, my, my point, my point is, is that the only Thank hurricane you, that we ever talked about was Dora. Yeah, right. But think about the last twelve years. Mm-hmm. How many hurricanes Northeast Florida has had? Yeah, you know, and they 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 talk about Dora was the only one that direct hit well it came from the west coast right Mm -hmm. you know so that's not a direct hit yeah you know i mean we've had some bad storms i mean hell that storm we had last november yeah was awful yeah yeah yeah. you know that tore up more docks than than matthew and all the rest of them yeah yeah i mean november are you kidding me yeah that's yeah yeah yeah, was that ian it was ian Ian. yeah ian it hit fort myers What's yeah. that? It hit Fort Myers. Yeah, that was one. Yeah, then, and, then, and, then, and then came up the state, yeah, and then yeah. rode up. Yeah, yeah rode up state. Yeah, then rode up state, Crazy. which is which is just. I mean, we were obviously we were hunting. That's November, you yeah. know. Yeah. What I mean, yeah. that's you're supposed to be in the woods, not home, <laughs> boarding up windows. It's crazy. But to to go back to the seawall, that'll be yeah. a, a big plus. Yes, absolutely. That, yeah. I think that's what they're going to have to do to St. Augustine Inlet in order to try to. Eliminate some of the problems they're having down there, and and, and, we, a, and we've talked about both this sides. too. Is yes, that 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 North Bar spooky right now, yeah. Kirk? You ain't been out of it. I you haven't been out down of there it. in over a year. Don't I mean if you don't know that North Bar, don't try to go out of it. Unless well, you talk and, to us. And, and our inlet is so rough. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not it, it doesn't get like crazy big, but it is right on top of one another. Man. Yeah, it's it is it is a. Um, it's it, it it's changed so much, and mm-hmm. especially in the last five years. I mean, uh-huh. I, I was uh, I had um, I took Doctor Carrasco fishing with me a couple three weeks ago, and he's like, "Man, have you seen the North Bar?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Because he lives right there. Right. He's like, "There's a there's a sandbar outside the jetties now." Yep. And and Scott called me the other day, and and, and he sent me a picture of him. I'm like, what the heck is that? So wow. whenever whenever you make that turn in the North Cut on a low tide, you can't get close. You 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 have to stay way away from the jetties oh, because wow. there's a sandbar. Yeah, there remember now. you used to think, oh, on a flood tide, oh, I'm gonna, I better know where the end of the jetties are. I'm gonna hit it. Yeah. You better be a hundred yards east of that, or you're huh. gonna run yeah. aground. Yeah, yeah. That, that whole area shifts so much. <laughs> yes. And we've yeah. had those two nor'easters. You know, all that sand that's being dumped down on our end of the beach is getting shifted down to Volano, and then it gets pushed across the inlet. Down towards the lighthouse. Right. It's it's funny how that that all works in there. And yep. That's probably where a lot of that sand is. Yep. You know, Kirk. I know you have a lot of memories of fishing with your dad. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it's so funny. Here we are, all these years later. I mean, I'm 68, and I, and I can remember dad 
I was probably eight years old. So this is 60 years ago. And that was my initial introduction into fishing. Mm -hmm. And my dad worked on the railroad and he worked a lot of long hours. I mean, normal 14 day, I mean, excuse me, 14 hour work day was normal for my father. Right. That's half a day. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) half a day. I mean, he'd leave the house at seven and he'd come home at, you know, eight or nine o'clock at night. Right. And so when he had a day off, he was pretty tired Mm -hmm. and he was usually off on Sundays and Mondays. Well, school was Monday. And so a lot of times we get up Sunday morning, you know, get dressed. You're going to church. You know, you were going to church nine o'clock. You were going to be at church. Mm -hmm. Now after church, you could have lunch, you go fishing. And our introduction to fishing was dad went to the, it was not a Silver's 5, 10 and a dollar, but I think it was called Edwards 5, 10 and a dollar. And you go in this, like a, uh, it's almost like a, a pick and save where it has everything in it. Right. You know, you got sporting goods, you could buy surfboards, fishing equipment, guns. I mean, hardware, everything. So we go in there, dad buys these two kits and they're, they're uh, modular cane poles in a little bag mm-hmm. that you put together three pieces and it came with the, the God, string. Don't you wish you had that back. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. Don't you know? Yeah. It had the string and yeah. the bobbers and the split shot and the hooks. And so he goes down and buys those for me and my brother. And we go over to Mount Pleasant, ironically, and what he was just talking Doug, about, yep. Doug was talking about a little while ago. And there was a bridge over there by Shem Creek. And he goes, we're going to go fish off the old bridge. And we'll catch all kind of fish. And I'm going, yeah, well, I'm eight years old. I'm all game, you know. So we get down there, and he puts the rods together, the cane poles. And he had bought a pound of shrimp, and he pinched off the heads. And he put a little piece on there, and he go, all right, you know, throw it over towards the pylons and just let it sit. So I'm sitting there, and my brother's fishing, and my dad's fishing. And my dad's got his bait caster out, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's over there flipping the topwater plugs over there and reeling them in, you know, watching us. Also, my cork goes down. And I set the hook, and I'm like, Dad, Dad, I, I got a fish. <laughs> and it's running around, going back and forth. And he goes, hang on to it, you know, and the cane pole's doubled over. And and so he puts his rod down, and my brother pulls his in. And all of a sudden, this thing goes down again, and I pull on it again. and goes down again, and I pull on it again. He goes, pull it up, pull it up. And I pop it up, and up pops a terrapin, turtle. Oh, oh no. Comes, oh, okay. Comes flying over the rail of the bridge, <laughs> and I lay it down on the sidewalk, and he looks at it and goes, well, that's not what I expected. <laughs> and, and I go, well, what are we going to do? And he goes, well, you only get one hook with this kit. You've got to get that hook back. <laughs> so he goes over to his tackle box, and he starts with the pliers, and he starts pulling it. Well, the turtle didn't want to give up the hook. Oh, yeah. And every time he'd go to pull the hook out, the turtle would bite the pliers, and my dad's playing tug-of-war with the turtle. <laughs> But long story short, we ended up getting the hook out without hurting a turtle, and and Dad's like, "Well, there's your there's your first catch of your life was a terrapin turtle, you know," and he let me put it back in the water and it swam off. It was it was it was a pretty good memory, you know? yeah. that, and that started my yeah you're, you're, my you're, desire. Did you, you catch know? a manatee your next cast? Yeah, no. I mean, in Ball South Carolina, fall into place yeah. here. Yeah. South Carolina, you didn't have any manatees, but that bald eagle swim down yeah. and get that piece of shrimp. You know, Get it slam. I mean. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, it's so funny that the thing that you go through in your life, you know, yeah. that plant a seed in your mind, whether it's yeah. a deer hunting or, know. you know, a bow hunter or, you know, fishing or, or whatever it is, football, baseball, that, that one seed that got planted was a, a dadgum terrapin turtle, you know, 
<laughs> 60 years later, yeah. here I and am. By the way, I've never heard that story before. I never, yeah. I, I, no, yeah. that's, yeah. I mean, that's 26 cute. years already, have you never told that story? Yeah, I never have. You were embarrassed? No, oh. no, it's just, it's just one of those things I thought about, you know. That is funny. Oh, no, no, yeah. I mean, I of it. all the things to catch, it wasn't a fish. Right. But it was a turtle that started the whole, you know, desire to want to go out and now, do it now, over and over and over again. Before we, we take a break, you've always talked about the, the cane poles that you guys used on the rocks and stuff. But you said you used to catch a lot of sheep's head doing that. Yeah, and that was something that we did different. You know, up in South Carolina, the jetties aren't connected to land like they are here. You know, so they actually are, are, are you know, tide breakers for the, the mouth of the Charleston Harbor. So right. dad... And his friends, when they would go out there, when he was young, they didn't have motors. They had rowboats. Mm-hmm. And they would row out to the rocks yeah. and get out on the rocks with cane poles. And they'd have a coffee can full of fiddlers, and you'd have a cane pole, and then you'd put a couple extra hooks in your hat. Sure. And you had a burlap sack. That's what you put your fish in. We called them croaker sacks. Mm-hmm. And when I was young, like when I was 10 or 11, 12 years old, my dad going, we're going fishing, but don't tell your mom what we're going to do. <laughs> and we would load up the cane. We never told our mother that right. we got put out on the rocks. Right. It was like taboo. Don't tell her that because she'll kill me. <laughs> but he would pull up, and it was the coolest thing. He would take the old brake shoes off of the, the uh, railroad cars, mm-hmm. and they were actually just big old pieces of metal mm-hmm. that were used, and they couldn't use them anymore. And we'd tie a piece of poly rope onto them, and he'd pull up to the rocks, and he'd sling one of those up in the rocks. Mm. And he would tie that onto the bow loosely. And he would back the boat up into the, the channel and throw a big giant anchor off the stern of the boat. Mm. And he would cleat it tight to the back of the boat. And then you would take that yellow poly line that had the, the brake shoe up in the rocks and you'd pull that over. And it was like a lever. You'd pull up to the, to the rocks on the, the yellow line. But when you let the yellow line look, go the anchor that was off the stern would pull the boat away from the rocks. Like it slingshot it back out. It slingshot yeah. it back out. And we'd climb out, and we'd all get out of the boat. Right. You know, some of the da- dad's friends, that Pete Paluta, that worked with us, you know, worked with my dad on the railroad, and my dad and, and me and, and, and a couple of their friends, and we'd all jump out on the rocks. And we'd have the cane poles, and that's how we caught sheephead. We'd walk up and down those rocks that's fishing with that, cane poles. That's, that's way cool. Way yeah. cool. All right, let's uh, take a break, and when we come back, we have LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Right now, it's time for your LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Hey, if you've got like a, a job site, and you need... Uh, big fuel tank and uh, need somebody to make sure they take care of it and make sure there's fuel always in it. LV Hires Inc. 259-2314. Great people. And uh, I, you know, I don't know if Brian fished the uh, old school last week or not. I'll have, to, I'll have to text him and find out. So anyway, th- this week's gear tip is, uh, I guess that's a little different. It's actually a paring knife. Okay. And... You know, a lot of times we, we, we find things where we're like, yeah, that's, that's you know, that, that would be a good, good gear tip or ring power tip. But what was so funny is that when we all went to Steen Hatchie in March, yep. you know, everybody kind of brought their food. It was, it was, it was awesome. Gordon cooked for everybody, but everybody had something. Well, Carrie had a, a, a favorite paring knife. And 
And, and, and literally, it was like her favorite knife. I mean, it, Kirk, do you have a paring knife? I mean, do you have... Oh, yeah, we got like 10 of them. Yeah. Okay, well, this one was her favorite. Well, she left it in Steen Hatchie. Uh-oh. She was like, I mean, it really, you know how much she loves to cook and stuff. And she was, she was like, damn it. Anyway, she ordered, she goes through and and uh, she found, it, it, I think it's uh, Tremontoni, Tremontina, this knife. And I started watching her cut up cucumbers and, and tomatoes and, and and i was watching this style you know, that knife is like going through the stuff like butter and so i'm i went over there one time and i was cutting something this is the damnedest knife you've ever seen i mean it is it is so sharp serrated edge you know we've never I, you know i've never even she's had it now for a, a couple months i guess well we bought another one for the property i mean this thing is uh, i mean if you want a good paring knife and it's not a very expensive knife where'd she get it Amazon. Amazon, okay. Yeah. yeah. I love Amazon. Yeah, I know. It's pretty, pretty, pretty <laughs> simple. I mean, but anyway, there's your LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week. Check it out. It's it's it's, it's, on, it's on Facebook. And you know what? Pairing knives do really good for, too, being it just opened yesterday over there. What's that? Scallop season. Scallop, Scallop season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what you do with that is you take the very end of it and bend it. Bend the knife? Mm-hmm. Bend the tip? Bend the tip. So when you like clean the scallop, when, no, 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 no. You just put, you just roll it over. So when you go to clean your scallop out of the shell, oh, it hooks it. It, it hooks it, it, it and it. just releases it right off the shell. That's okay. how. We, that's we. I, I mean, you, you know, I mean, they're not that expensive. Lester, I can see me going in there bending her. Well, knife. I can, I, <laughs> well, you buy your own knife. Buy your own, you yeah. cheap dog. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I'll buy. I'll Gavin buy, would buy need own. a place to stay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I can tell right now when you go over to Kevin's house. <laughs> Carrie's not going to let you handle any of her no, knives. No, no, right her knives. Don't let Scotty anywhere near those no, knives. You, you know what? That that the pair of pliers. You guys have been there. I mean, you, you just don't go in the kitchen when she's cooking. I mean, it, I get kicked out a lot. <laughs> Usually every Thursday. I tell you what, that's how I am when I'm cooking I know, at the I'm house. Sure you are. I run my wife and kids out of the kitchen. They yeah. come in. I go, y'all get out of here, man. Right, 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 right. I'm moving around. I'm pulling pots and pans and doing stuff, and I, I don't want anybody in the way. Oh, I kind of live there, so I kind of like you know you go over and stuff cooking the on kitchen? the stove. Well, everything smells good, so we came down the other night or something like that, and and she's just got this. <laughs> Boiling pot of just stuff that she's making stock out of. And I went over there and looked, I said, damn, that stuff's so, so good. What's we got? What are we cooking? Nothing, just shells. I said, oh, okay, I guess we're not eating that per no. se. No, she's but always. Damn, it smelled good. Always all the herbs it. and all, oh my gosh. Well, she grows all that stuff on the back yeah, porch. that stock know, was smelling really good. She loves to make that stock. That's okay. good, man. That's yeah. the basis for a lot of good, good recipes. Yeah. The hydrator. Yeah. Y'all got. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, there's some times when she'll call me and go, "Hey, uh, you, you know, I'm cleaning a trowel or, or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, just <clears throat> break, you know, after the flies, throw the rest of it in the cooler, your head and all." Oh yeah, you know, make fish stock, make fish stock out. Bag of it. I'm right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's good stuff. All right, let's go talk to Top Gun this morning on Father's Day. What weekend. in the wide world of sports is going on there? You brother. Hey boys. Hey Captain Scotty. Hello there, Mr. Top Gun. Good to hear you. How in a wide world of sports you. are you doing? I'm doing good. Health good? Hey, um, I want to say congrats to Bull on his Kingfish tournament. Uh, sounded like that thing was a monster. Yeah. Um, and uh, congratulations to my buddy Lester. 
Uh, what did he win? A thousand? He won a thousand dollars? Um, a little more than that, buddy. <laughs> uh, well, I figured being from the country, he had 11 people on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Close, but not, uh, not no cigar. Yeah, yeah, one for you, one for you. <laughs> yeah. I can see the card yeah. table pulled out now. Yeah. Exactly. Problem was, hey, I did, couldn't uh, count that high. Right. Right. Hey, I thought did you Lodge, had an extra toe. What, buddy? <laughs> I said, I did thought Lodge, you had an extra toe, Lester. Did Logs have the other side of his neck done today? No, he uh, he he had something he had to do today. He took the day off. Yeah, he took the day off. Well, you know how I get scooped for y'all. Yes. Right. I heard that when he got that surgery done on his neck, mm-hmm. that the doctor said, you really need to have both sides of your neck done. But if I do both sides at one time, you won't be able to swallow good, so you won't be able to go to Angie's for two weeks. And Locke said, said, to hell with that. Do one side today and the other side in two weeks. No, Uh, that's not the case, but yeah, I hear you. Yeah, that is one of he his can. favorite uh, watering holes, yes. that's for sure. Oh, yeah. He loved, what, three, four times a week? Yeah, I tell you what, like I understand that. it, too. I, I know <laughs> every time I go in there, the food is really good. I love it. Angie's is great. Anyway, especially you, when they, uh, Especially when they have onion rolls. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was listening. <laughs> yeah. So was Ed. I know. <laughs> I had to throw that shot so in there. You wanted that. You wanted an outdoor story. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you an outdoor story with my dad. And it's a true story, whether you believe it or not. Okay. 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 Uh, my dad had a grocery store in the village when I was a kid. So I go in there one day to get me a soda pop. And he says, what are you doing tomorrow? And I said, I don't know. There's no school. He said, I want you to go over with me to your Uncle Henry's. He's got a new bull and wants me to check it out. And I said, I don't want to go over there. And he's like, come on, come on. It's only going to, I'm only going to be gone two hours. Well, uh, it takes an hour to get there and an hour to get back. That's two hours. How long are we going to stay there? A minute? (laughs) So anyway, my dad was tough, right? And he was tough on me. And when he told you to do something, you had to do it. So anyway, my uncle had this uh, cattle ranch in Georgia. And um, he had the whole nine yards. He butchered cattle, had the manufacturing plant and all that. And he sold cattle. So we get over there, and um, these three hands of his come walking out with this bull. And he had like a little corral and uh, like a bleacher set up outside of it, where when he would sell cattle, he'd bring them into that ring like, and people would sit there that was going to buy the cattle. Right. So they come, they come walking out with this bull, black, the size of a Nimnik Cadillac, biggest <laughs> bull I ever saw. Right. So my dad's talking to my uncle, my uncle Henry, and my dad didn't like to be interrupted when he was talking. And I said, Uncle Henry, has anybody ever ridden that bull? 
and he started laughing. He goes, uh, well, I don't know. He goes, you want to ride him? And my dad said, he'll ride him. Get down now. And I'm like, what the what? So I had to go. So I went down there. And I didn't have all this bull riding equipment like these bull riders have got now. I didn't yeah, they're have a so glove. spoiled. Right. right. I didn't have a glove. <laughs> right. So they, so they put this rope uh, around the bull's neck, uh-huh. and I get up on the bull. I climb up the the corral and get on top of the bull, and he's just sitting there. Easy does it right. I said, "This ain't gonna be nothing." Right. All of a sudden. One of those guys is down under the bull, tying oh, yeah. some kind of line around his gonad. <laughs> and I said, "I said, what are you doing?" And he said, "This is how we get the bull to buck." And I'm like, "Great!" Oh, so they open swing open that corral door, and they yank on that line, and that bull went berserk. <laughs> He's bucking, and I'm holding on. For dear life, I went flying over the top of him, and he tried to horn me with his horns. And I hit the ground, and here I look back, and here he comes. I went over the top of that corral. I could have won the high jump in the Olympics. <laughs> I went over the top of that corral, got up, dusted myself off, and walked back around to the bleachers. And my dad looks at me, and he goes, did you enjoy that? And I said, not really. And he said, well, good, don't ask any more questions then. <laughs> and you know what? You know what the best part of the whole thing was? No. I went 2.7 I went 2.7 seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu 45 years before Tim McGraw came out with the song. Oh boy. Oh man. Top Gun. Digging deep, brother. No, no, You're digging deep. Right. No Where does doubt. that one Get rank? that book out at Mayport. Uh, I, I can, this, 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 again, when people start telling stories, I start remembering things. There was, um, we we had um, a, a huge hog farm right, that my, my, yep. my grandfather did. And my, my dad was, was, was part owner in it for many years. Well, there was a guy that wanted to sell a big boar hog. And, but we had to go get it. And, and, um, we had the, the high sides on the, the old Chevy truck, you know, we were going to go get this boar hog. And, right. And, um, w- we get there and, and I'm sitting on, on top of the, uh, the, the gate and I look over and here's this giant Yorkshire, white, white pig Yorkshire. And when I say giant, this pig was a thousand pounds. Really? Wow. Whoa. It, this, it, it was 800 to a thousand pounds. Mm. No hog. kidding. Dude, this thing was, it was massive. And, you know, most of the time they're, they're you know, domestic pigs, pretty docile. They're docile. Yeah. You yeah. know, and dad had the, the wire with the, that you put around his nose, mm-hmm. right? With the, and you could kind of hook him and, 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 and just steer him right up into the truck, right? Well, he hooked this thing, and and this thing slung Dad so far. Really? Oh, dude, it it was it was unbelievable. So for two hours, they were back and forth. My uncle's back and forth, trying to get this hog, and it tore everything up that you can imagine. It tore everything up. Trying to get it in the back of the truck. Yorkshires though are kind of like kind of like not dominant. What's the word? Uh, uh, Calm. Docile. Docile. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one wasn't. 
Okay. He didn't they, want to go in the back of the truck. He didn't want to go in the back of the truck. He loved it where he lived, and he didn't want to go. And, and, and they, uh, I'll never, they finally got this pig in the back of this truck. It was the biggest pig I've ever seen. Wow. To this day, and they were so happy they took and it, and it went when they got when they got to the pen where it was you know where they going to leave it, it was happy to get out you know and it was exhausted, um, and they, they and they were everybody was happy this that the other and they went there the next morning and that pig was dead. Wow. No way! Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it probably had a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, stressed, yeah. Him stressed out. out. Yeah. But I, I remember the first time Dad put that thing around his nose, mm. and that. That pig slung him so far, <laughs> you know. And he, wow! And dad, dad was a bad man. I mean, it, you know, he, he. I mean, he never gave up on anything. But this hog beat him to death, man. It was, it was, it was a giant, giant pig. That's too yeah. funny, man. Yeah, he didn't wow. want nothing to do with that truck. Absolutely nothing to do with the truck. He loved where he lived, and he didn't want to go. And and uh, yeah, he he probably had that his demise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, and you know, with a, an animal that big, it you know, a hundred and seventy pound man ain't no way. Ain't no way. Oh yeah, you know? that's it's, nothing. No, but yeah, funny story when he told the story about the riding the bull. Right. All right. Six four one If you got a story, give us a call right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. So I, uh, James and I fishing last weekend. We're listening to the Nimnik Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter on Ten Ten XL, right? The, the app, and and I hear Logman talking about Hagen Coastal Outfitters, and he's talking about his underwear. Uh, re- you know, I, I'm like, yeah, really? really? Yeah, Listen, I mean, you have to, you when have to, he's in the mood, man. Yeah, I mean, he's so he's telling them. There's no, him, uh, there's uh, no about, stopping him. You know, uh, his yeah. flip flops and his shirt. Yeah, that's right. And and then he went into what underwear he had on from yeah. Hagen Coastal Outfitters. Sacks, sacks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One you didn't go to the man purse. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah. sex underwear kind of is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, all right. He's yeah. So, so Lester, we we both fished uh, last last weekend uh, in the old school Kingfish Shootout. Um, it's got like nine million sponsor names. I won't go through all those. <laughs> um, but first off, kudos to Paul and Lauren Dozier. Uh, yeah, for for kudos. I mean, man, I'm telling Indeed. you, I, awesome. I, 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 I wouldn't want they're, – they're so good at it. Yes. They're organized. They figured this out, okay? Fine-tuned um, machine right there. Yeah. A- yep. Absolutely. Uh-huh. No doubt. Absolutely. So, you know, first off, congratulations to them. Um, weather was amazing. I mean, I, I, I can't even begin to tell you yeah, how – Yeah, you talk about rolling the dice and yeah. having the perfect – Yes. Set up. It just, yeah. you know, yeah. couldn't ask for better. No. No, it, it never got hot. I mean, it had a northeast breeze. Full moon three four days yeah. before, you know, and wow. and um, fish bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I heard that from everybody yeah, all I, the I, way I, from St. Mary's <laughs> all the way south of where yeah. you guys were. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. I was getting text messages and calls all during the day in the and, afternoon. And, and if Paul, Lauren, if you're listening, um, I want to know how many pictures they got. You know, I, I, I how many people sent in? Well, six hundred and fifty-seven boats, something like that. Yeah. I would like to know. How many pictures they got of people that were in the drawing for the Nimnik for ten thousand dollars? Ten thousand dollars, yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, just 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 to see how many how many there was. But so, Lester, you were on a great bite of fish. Um, I I mean, most 
I mean, most people caught fish, you know, um, but you ended up catching a giant. Yes, I, I mean, did. Lucky. So, so you ended up catching a, a 43-pound fish on the beach in a, in a place that we all know very well. And so it, it was – we were all talking, damn, we haven't caught a 43-pound. First off, I, I want to I hear the story of, 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 of when you caught it. I want to hear the story about the fight. But when you gaffed that fish and put it in the boat, did you think you won? Yes, I did. I, th- I would have thought so, too. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would have never dreamed you came in third. <laughs> well, I remember yeah. when you called and you said that y'all were going to fish the small boat, and you were like, uh-uh, yeah. we, we ain't doing that. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No, yeah. we're we going out in the, the, the right boat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Travis wanted to fish in that 16-footer, and, and uh, you know. that, that it, By the way, that would have no been, been doable. No. And, just, and me at 57 years old, if it don't have a T-top anymore, I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, yeah. I feel your pain there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not, that wasn't happening. But it worked out well, you know, got the fish with uh, my so, son. So I, I got the update from Lauren, of course. Oh, there uh, we go. 500 pictures. Wow. 500. Wow. Guess how many Guess how many fish weighed in? Oh, I'll take that all day. I got that one. 740. No, 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 no. How many boats weighed in? Oh, oh, I know that 470. Okay, you're, you're wrong. Really? Kirk? <laughs> yeah. Should you say it's like he really, yeah, yeah, he like really knew I got this. Yeah, I got this. Seven eighty. Well, uh, sorry, Scott, but there was only six hundred fifty-seven <laughs> boats. Well, in the because tournament. two kids can weigh I'd in say, a fish. Uh, I'd say four hundred four hundred twenty-five. That's pretty close. Four twenty-five. Uh, so so it was. Uh, they weighed in three hundred eighty-three fish. Wow, that's well, only that's 90 strong. Off. Ninety. You said seven hundred. No, I didn't. I said yeah. four seventy. Well, Chris, 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 <laughs> replay did, it. Yeah. Replay did, it on he the He did air. say seven hundred. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I said seven. And then, you asked me. No, how many, no. he said <laughs> he said seven hundred forty, and then he claimed yeah. dyslexia, better and quit. then said four hundred seventy. <laughs> yeah, you better quit playing with, that with phone. With ultimate confidence. <laughs> better leave that phone. Alone. Ultimate. Put yeah, that phone down. I'll be like, oh, oh, I know that four hundred seventy. <laughs> Uh, well, how, how would you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, you're no. Yeah. yeah well, you're no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's but, me. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you, Lord. Yeah. 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 So, so anyway, you, you're, you're. So you, we, we had to quit fishing at three. You said you had a, a good fish, probably thirty plus. You had some teenagers, so you're having a good day of fishing. Yes, we were. Yep. So, well, we uh, <clears throat> you, you know, Kevin, how it is, Scott, down there. It's it's the two thirty bite. Yeah. And uh, at 12, I asked Taylor what time it was, and we we had, uh, like, Kevin and everybody, you know, everybody was on a good bite of fish, and uh, I said, Taylor, what time is it? He goes, 12.47. I said, we will not get another bite till 2.30. <laughs> and, uh, you know, got, you know, everybody out there, I love Kevin to death. He's taught me a lot about St. Augustine, and uh, uh, that's that's my home to me. I, I love fishing down there. Uh, and uh, sure enough, man. I mean, it was like the good Lord said at 2.33 she hit, and uh, we caught the fish. But uh, did not have a strike from 12.40 till 2.30. That's tough, too. And, I mean, you got to be and, on. And, 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 and let me tell you, we, we went from wide open to nothing. To nothing, yes. To yes. absolutely nothing. We moved <laughs> um, and, and ended up catching another fish. And, and you know, it's, it's like that there yeah. uh, a lot of times. Oh, yeah. Uh, that I noticed uh, all day they would take it, it you know, uh, Kevin and I were talking, uh, guys, that they had, they wanted big pogies, 
if it was not a big pogey, it was, it was amazing. They would not touch it. And I, I saw that in the morning. We caught, we caught three fish, uh, smaller fish, but they were hitting big pogies. And, uh, would we, by not the way, we had, we had bullet at our spread, which is, wouldn't hit I, it neither. Dude, uh, which is a, wow. an unbelievable I've primo beach bait. bait. Yeah. yeah, I've caught big fish primo on the yep. bait. Never touched them. Wow. wow. I, 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 we did catch one fish on a ribbon fish. That that fish wow. that hit while we were on the air was on the downrigger on a ribbon fish. Mm. And I thought, I thought, okay, you know, that's yeah. that's probably the big fish there, you know, eating a yep. ribbon fish. It was the same thing, 20 pounds. And at Matanzas, wow. yep. a mullet not getting hit. Yeah, it did, <laughs> never, never, never touched them. Wow. Yeah. But uh, I, I noticed early. Uh, we we dumped both live wells, and I said, uh, guys, we've got to get big pogies for the for the rest of the day to make sure that we can hang in here and, and maybe pull a big girl out. And uh, they were uh, they would literally, I would go to put one back on the downrigger, and they would literally take it out of my hand when they were chewing. Yeah. And I'd click the clicker over, and you know, tell her, go. I didn't know that fish. You know, it was just fun <laughs> with my son. And. Uh, but uh, to get to the fish, I uh, I noticed when I cleaned, because Paul was talking about the uh, the spawn, the mm-hmm. full moon. Out of the four kings that I had, only one had roe. Yes. All the uh, the other three were done. Spawned out. Because I love to eat kingfish roe. Right. And they were spawned out. Huh. huh. And, and but the the uh, the and what was weird, the middle fish, you know, the one that was like twenty pounds, it uh, it had it, roe. It had roe. The thirty pounder, no row. Neither did the other. The other, no row. Right. So, did you have any problems with with the angler or gaffing the fish? Yes. <laughs> okay, guys. Real so we got to do a Paul Harvey here. Yeah. 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 Here's the, the rest, rest, of, the rest, the rest of, the of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the rest of the story. It yep. was uh, it, it was uh, it was uh, you know right there at two thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, David, uh, re re uh, rebated. And, uh, with a pogey? With a pogey. Okay. And uh, I, he said, what do you want to do with this big pogey here? I said, I got one way back, and I got one medium. I said, put that one in the prop wash. I said, I, I've got one on the downrigger. And uh, he puts it in the prop wash, and by the time he put it in the rocket launcher, she went, beep, beep, just two little click, and I pulled the rod out of the rod holder, and uh, Taylor goes, shark. And I went, no, nah. and by that time, she took off. Well, to make a long story short, uh, David couldn't stand up because, you know, he's getting a little older, and we get the fish up to the boat, and she goes to the motor. I take the rod out of David's hand because he, he couldn't stand up. He uh getting a little older, like I said. <laughs> I, I had to take the fish around the motor. So then Lester has the pole, and Taylor's driving, and I just go ahead and bring the fish to the boat. And I seen how big she was, and I didn't want them to freak out, so I'm just going, David, gaff the fish. She's coming right to the boat, six inches under the water, just <laughs> playing on freezes, her side. gliding her to you. I mean, nothing to her, and she goes right under the bow of the boat, and my exact thing uh, that I told Kevin and the guys here, I was like, David, why didn't you gaff that fish? And he said, it just didn't feel right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And, oh. So I about freaked, and I said, yeah. look, guys, I said, the fish is only 30 pounds. And Taylor's like, that is, I think it's a little bit. I said, the fish ain't for 30 pounds. I said, uh, da- David, take the rod, and I'll, I'll gaff. He goes, you should be on the gaff anyway. Well, twenty about 20 minutes later, with oh. boats watching us, I gaffed the fish, and uh the rest of the story has already been told. Yeah, wow, <laughs> that's, that's a good fish. That's a great. Oh fish. man, and 
and uh, Kevin, you know, like he was saying, you know, did I think I really did when I saw the, you know, when I pulled the fish up and people were looking and I put her over the, the gunnel of the boat, I, I thought the fish were, I Taylor said, how big, Dad? I said, she's between 40, 40, 45 and 46, I think. And he goes, really? Well, the fish weighed 43, but I thought I had the tournament one. Yeah, I, really I, I, I would have. I would have thought. 100%. I really yeah. did. Yeah. 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 But what I can't, a day. There, I can't believe there what wasn't a, a lot of yelling, a lot of cussing. Yeah, there there was. I was a little Thanks upset. for cleaning up the story yeah. for the radio. I appreciate I, you. I, I was a little upset watching that fish pinwheel at 12 foot down and oh. uh, knowing I had her yep. at the boat yeah. 15 minutes earlier. Oh. It was. Uh, oh, it was. Because water uh, magnifies everything. We all know that. It you was nail biting. I mean, gosh. It was a nail biter, but uh, what what a day! It was a, uh, especially uh, you know, uh, I'm big into uh, family, mm-hmm. and to uh, you know, I told my boys, uh, Taylor Brandon's now back from the Marine Corps. I said, guys, any tournament y'all want to fish, us three, right? You know, that's great. I mean, I've been waiting for this all my life, right? You know, I've had them as junior anglers, but never as grown <laughs> men. Right. You know, yeah. to where they can do their own thing, and I don't have to watch them in the live well all day. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and the funny thing is, when you when you talk to Mullethead, finger bullet does everything. Well, mm-hmm. Paul's like, I don't do anything anymore. <laughs> he's he's taught him what he yeah. knows, and, and he drives a boat. He drives. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Heck, yeah. I don't even have to buy the boat anymore. That's right. Yeah, that's even better. That's <laughs> even better. I tell you yeah. what, that little Key West that uh, Taylor's got, man. Fish is great. Yeah, it's it's, it's that it's that, a that extra boat. live well they put in now. They've mm-hmm. got that big thirty gallon in the front that's uh, oblong. Mm-hmm. Man, that sucker can hold, and it's so good. You know, you, you can keep bigger. Yeah. It's awesome. I got I got in a nineteen foot boat. I got twin thirties. Uh, yeah, on, you are on, lucky on, on on the back of on of the Valentino. That and, and, diesel, and, and yeah, with with Cox diesel outboard. Those are the best live wells, and even Schulte said the best live wells I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. So they're they're not round; they're square. And but it, the the intake is halfway down of the tank, right? And they don't the, beat yourself, dude. Listen to me. So the intake is halfway down, and the intake shoots straight down. Okay, so so the pokies are never they're never they're Spinning. never they're never swimming. Yeah, they, they, it's it's wow. like they're in an aquarium. They don't they don't they they, they, wow. they don't get red dosed at all. Really done. Huh, interesting. They yeah. just glide that around. Is, they they do. It? They just glide around. And, you know, it's and, and no. dude, I can, how the heck you reckon they thought of that? I don't right. know, but it it it's. I'm just telling you that that this live well for for pokies is the craziest thing I've ever wow. seen. It's it's very interesting. It, yeah, it the 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 overflow is is the hardest thing to figure out because it's actually a screw in. The more you, you you unscrew it, the more the water goes out. And, and then obviously, if it's tight, it's it, it will overflow out overflow. the top. But it's um those baits are, and I've never seen a live will do that. You know, it and, and it's pressurized. Yeah, you know, whatever whatever you, you yeah, it is, it, isn't yeah. it? I like to see that. Yeah, it's 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 really cool. It's How really did cool. the boat fish though in the tournament? Oh my gosh! So so um, I have to fish the trolling motor. I can't. I can't. I can't slow, slow down enough um, to pull the baits right. 
you know, if I was if I was just pulling mullet, or if I was just pulling ribbon fish, or blue mm-hmm. runners, or goggle eyes, but you guys know, who's pulling a pogey, you got to be under two miles an hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and with four hundred and fifty pounds of torque, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> it, yeah. It, it pulls two forty-two inch. We put two forty-two inch sea acres out, and you're still doing down. three miles an hour. Wow. Yeah, you know. So, but the trolling motor thing is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we it talked is, about it the other night. Oh my god! I mean, so so with the trolling motor, with with my, so whenever you're going east and west, so you get out to forty six feet, right? You turn around and you you hit autopilot, boom, and you you never have to touch a wheel. I can get back there with James, awesome. and uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. The, the, there were quite a few guys fishing it. There, there's the, yeah, the, I'm, I mean, I'm not the first one yeah. to do this, no. you know, but but yeah, there's 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 a lot of guys. I switched over to it. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just much easier than the standard on the wheel all day. Mm-hmm. Finger Muller switched me on to it, which he, he uh-huh. taught me a lot of things, too, because of of his smaller boat. Mm-hmm. He can't drag real slow. Right, right. And the whole idea is once you throw that trolling motor in the water and, and – Set your and, Well, set the trolling motor perfectly straight off your bow. Yeah. Then just leave it on at whatever that you're at, 1.4 or whatever mm-hmm. you want to yeah. do. That's the cool thing is that you can watch your yeah. speed, yeah. right? Yeah. And if and, and if you look back and you and you're like, you know what, I want these pogies to come up to the surface mm. a little bit more, mm. you know? Mm. So you just go click click, you know, come you come up go, half a knot yeah. or yeah. half Man, a knot. Man, that's money. There, oh, it's boy. awesome. That is money. Yeah. And all you gotta do is touch and you wow. use your engine and now you shut off your engine mm-hmm. so it's real quiet. Everything you can talk, everything's mm. not loud. I think they like it. And they got to, you can yeah. use your engine to do to do your steering for mm-hmm. you now. Right. It's Without like a having to touch, it's like yeah, a rudder. It's, it's the only thing you have to worry about. Obviously, is your, is your batteries going down. Mine lasted. I, yeah. We started fishing at seven thirty, and we fished till three o'clock. Yep. And, and you got to worry and, about your big motor batteries going down. So, right, like every right. hour, hour and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to yeah, kick. Yeah, I, even I, I have two batteries, but mm-hmm. I got to cut I down do, the I engine do the because I got three I live wells running and, and, and I, radio on. I was terrible. Like every thirty minutes, and I'm like, and then I stay so nervous about. I'm like, just let's leave it on. You know, and just the stealth though. Oh, it's crazy. It is. It's, yeah, it I may, think the I, fish like it. I oh, think it's I made a difference. It's made a difference in my fishing. All right, let's, let, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk to David. He's got a, a fishing tournament he wants to talk about. And then Scotty Brown. I want to talk to Scotty Brown on Father's Day weekend right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Be right back. <laughs> Speaking of uh, coastal equipment, I'll be on the Kubota tomorrow. Mowing my yard. There you go. Up in the yep. oops, after uh, getting up in the morning, having a cup of coffee, sitting on the porch up in Georgia. It's where I want to hang out for Father's Day weekend. So Carrie and I and the dog headed north. Yep. But uh, if you uh, if if you're uh, in the market for obviously Kubota, any steel equipment, any steel power equipment, coastal equipment. Two locations, Jacksonville and McClinney. All right, let's go to the phone lines and, and talk to David this morning. Good morning, David. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good, man. Good. Hey, hey, great. Hey, thanks for having me on. So just really want to touch base and, uh, you know, kind of talk about the tournament we got coming up on um, July 15th with the Red Snapper season finally kicking off. We thought they were going to cancel the season, so it's just been crazy. I'm sure yeah. you guys followed the news, so... Uh, so yeah, it's on. So uh, Saturday, July fifteenth, we're doing the uh, O Snap Fishing Tournament. We partnered up with Canines for Warriors, so all of the proceeds will go back to Canines for Warriors for Very this cool. tournament. Yeah, it's, it's great. These guys are amazing to work with, and uh, yeah. So just check us out, osnapfishing.com. dot uh, The winner will take five thousand dollars home. 
And with that said, it's, uh, yeah, it's, that's, that's just, cool. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what a, what a crowd that's going to be. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That Saturday. Well, is gonna be, um, ex- exactly. You get Friday, Saturday. Uh, those are the two days they gave us for this year. So yes. some, yeah, it's, it's been a wild ride this year. You know, we usually are, you know, preparing this earlier in the year, January. Well, they, won't, and, they won't let us know. I know. You, you know it's, it's, just, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, now, it's, where it's, are you holding this tournament out of? Uh, so it, this year it's going to be at Mavi. So the weigh-in is going to be at Mavi. The beach uh, yes, sir, over the uh, intercoastal. And then uh, and then we're going to do the award ceremony after. So weigh-in is from 2 to 5 p.m. And then from 6 to 8, we'll do the award and raffle. And afterwards, we kick it off with a band. So it's just going to be a great party uh, mm. to close out the season. So uh, great time, great people. Um, our sponsors, you yeah. know, thank you to all our sponsors, Ring Power, uh, Cogburn Brothers, Vistar. Um, so, yeah, we have a lot of great support from this tournament, and we're on year three, so we're excited for that. That's cool. Uh, so what's, what's, yeah. what's the website, David? Uh, it's OOHSnapFishing.com. Yep. So okay. all the details are on there. You can register right there online. Uh, it's $250 to register. Uh, what we do is we also make this a family event. So with your registration, you get a free lady angler, and she can win in her division, and then you get a free junior angler, and they can win in their division too. Oh, so strike zone, strike zone fishing sponsors the uh, junior angler, That's and uh, yeah, so cool. we're excited. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, so go, go to the website, sign up, take a look at what we have going on, and um, yeah, appreciate it. No problem, buddy. Have a great weekend. You do the same, guys. Yep. Take care. Thanks, David. All mm-hmm. right, bye. See you. Good talk to Scotty Brown. Oh, wait for Uh-oh, it. Wait for Uh-oh. it. Uh-oh. Good morning, guys. Good, good morning, buddy. How are oh, you? you? You dodged a bullet. Mm. I'm doing good. Yeah. Happy Father's Day weekend. That was why I called in. I happy Father's Day, buddy. <laughs> all you guys and everybody listening out there, happy Father's Day. Have a good time and be safe. Yeah, what's, what, what's the plan for tomorrow, Scotty? Uh, we're having my dad over, and I'm going to uh, slow cook a uh, prime rib on the... Nice. Ooh, sweet. Well, that'll be nice. Yeah, that's a good day right there. Yeah, so uh, we've been. Uh, my dad moved over here about six weeks ago from St. Louis. Nice, very cool. I know you he like loves, that, man. Loves, that's awesome. Yeah, it's been nice. Um, he'll be uh, eighty-seven in December, wow. so it's time he gets a little help and he can hang out with us a lot more. Heck yeah, he yeah. Says he could get used to this. One night we were having <laughs> a drink and. Out by the fire pit. He said, I could get used to this. Good. That's yeah, right. You go. Come on, Dad. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Well, he looks good for 87. Yeah. Wow. He, he, he does. He, he he still gets around good. Um, the house in St. Louis that I grew up in that he's owned since 1960, it had a basement, and uh, there was washing machine and drawer in the basement. Other things he'd go down there for, and I said, why don't you move before you have to move, and you fall, and then you have to move. So <laughs> That's right. Idea. Exactly. So he's got an, we got him an apartment about 20 awesome. minutes from here, and he's really enjoying it. I was surprised because he's kind of a – he's always been a homeowner and a country boy, and but, no, he, he's liking it. All right, so, so I have one pond question for you. Okay, and I got some fishing tips for the summer. For you. Okay, all right, that that's great. On Ooh. on, and I have something for you too. Yep. So 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 my buddy uh, James Missouri has a piece of property. Or, yep. You know, as a crow flies, there's three miles 
from me. Uh-huh. He's got, he's, he's, his pond's about the same size as mine. Um, he's got, and, he, and he stocked it with a few shiners. Right. Okay, well, the shiners are, have just blown up. <clears throat> and, and in my pond, too, I mean, all of a sudden, my shiner population exploded. Has, has, has exploded. Can that be a problem, Scotty? It's only a problem if no. you notice that you're starting to have a lot more larger shiners. Um, what what usually happens is is the bass management gets out of whack, and then that lets the shiners become too large for any bass to eat. Okay. I mean, if if you if you got good bass management, and you got a lot of big bass, then no, it's not a problem. If you have a lot of stunted bass, then yeah, it can be a problem. Um, you could end up for a short time. You could end up with a lot of Really big uh, golden shiners. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I, and, and and I don't see any big ones in my pond. They're all, uh, you know, f- yeah, you now, know, three, a, three to three to six inches. And and, and there's articles out there that say you you can have problems, and it's really not the shiners. The shiners not the problem. It's the bass management that's the problem. Gotcha. gotcha. Well, let, let me ask you a question. I mean, do the shiners deprive the bass of food resource? I mean, what do they eat? Shiners eat, they'll eat, um, you know, little invertebrates. Um, they're eating uh, algae and things like that. Okay. Um, and the bass, they're eat, they're eating them. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we've got um, this year. We we had lots of folks this year um, stocking shiners and then restocking their thread fins, and we even stocked uh, not too far from Jeff's. We stocked uh, one of our clients. They have a 36 acre lake, and we stocked 500 pounds of crayfish in it. This oh. Year. Uh, I saw saw you doing that, that, Scotty. I saw that. Huh. Um, Interesting. Bass love crayfish, and if you got the right habitat, they can survive um, and reproduce. And if you don't, um, you know, and if you have a budget for it, you can restock them every year. (laughs) Huh. And this this 36-acre lake, it's in Cobbtown, Georgia. It's similar uh, similar to Kevin's, um, except the water might be a little more tannin than what Kevin has. Yeah, mine, but, mine, uh, mine looks beautiful. And so um, we we decided to uh, stop doing thread fins because they, they were helping, but they weren't really multiplying and surviving throughout the year and on to the next. So we double, double stocked golden shiners this year, and then they wanted to do uh, crayfish, which is a super high protein for bass. But they're easy to they're easy for the bass to pick off. So if you don't have the right habitat, the crayfish just become kind of like an expensive fish feed. <laughs> just, 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 just chump they food. Yeah. yeah, they all get eaten, and then you got to restock them again. But this lake's got a lot of standing and fallen mm. um, cypress, and uh, there's also quite a bit of uh, submerged vegetation in it, which uh, the crayfish that helps them to hide and stuff. Yeah, and and, and I like. The what you said about the diet of the shiner, algae. Yeah, I didn't know they yeah, ate algae. I yeah, they yeah. Were. I mean, they'll, you know, they'll eat a little bit. I mean, they don't yeah. eat a lot, but I mean, they'll right. eat a little bit, and they're you know they're they'll feed they're feeding on um, really small um, aquatic insects and plant plants things and, like and, that and bread. They need to stay away from the bread. It's bad for them. I can tell you that. <laughs> Chunking them up a little bit. Yeah. Especially the little, <laughs> little dough carbs. pieces, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The little tiny pieces on a little gold hook. Stay yeah. away from those. The little balls. Yeah. Yeah, and when you're when you're stocking all the forage, you just got to have patience. We had a couple clients this year that we, this is our third year working with them, and they were 
upset. And we've kind of thought this might be our last year if we can't show them or they don't start catching fish. They they all this year when we were electrofishing this spring, I mean, we were big fish after big fish, and then we started getting pictures a few weeks ago, of, you know, six, eight, ten pounders coming mm. out of these lakes. You just oh, gotta, wow. you, you got to have some patience when you're doing, you know, you're trying to readjust your bass population from a stunted to a quality or trophy. Right. It takes a few years. You're just not going to throw some thread fins in and say, oh, there's the big one. That's yeah, not no, no, no. Anymore. I mean, it's just like, you know, quality deer management. Exactly. Same, same thing, you know. I mean, you're not exactly. going you're not going to grow a deer in a year. Speaking of that, yeah. did y'all hear about the uh, CWD. CWD in Florida? Yeah, yes. I saw that on the internet. Not week. good. No, no, it's not. No, mm. I did see that. Just the, I think I don't. Uh, I don't know. Is George, did George or Alabama? Did they finally get it? So I think all of them in the southeast now have gotten it. I think. I think northern Alabama had a okay. case. Yeah, Alabama was one of the last ones, and I think they. Uh, they got it last year or the year before. North Carolina got it last year or the year before, or it was detected. Right. That doesn't, that doesn't mean it wasn't here before, but right, exactly. Finally detected. But, uh, what do you What do you think, Scotty? I mean, being a biologist from your perspective, I mean, how did did it did you think it would arrive in Florida? Oh, uh, I mean, in Florida, there's there's people still moving deer. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know they um, they. They're not supposed to, but people still do. They, you know, they're still, they're still, you know, bringing deer from Ohio, and you're going to have monster deer in Florida, which has been proven for decades that that doesn't quite work that way. But people are still illegally moving deer and various other animal critters, and right. so, um, and plus, people are, you know, you harvest the deer in Georgia or, you know, North Carolina, and you take it back to Florida, you don't debone it. <clears throat> it's the the pyrons are what causes. CWD at the pyron, and um, they've proven that um, that organism it doesn't. You can heat it up to a thousand degrees in a inferno furnace, and it still will. Um, wow. You know, it, it'll uh. still and, and it gets in the soil. So, right. I mean, it it's spread. You know, by them eating and their saliva and things like that. Wow, that's scary. It's, uh, I, I mean, it. I don't know. I don't think. Hmm. I, don't, I They're gonna have to figure out. I don't know how you can treat. Something like that. Yeah, exactly. I've I've read all that stuff, and it's there. But I guarantee confused. you, and people are always asking me, you know, are the deer safe to eat? I guarantee you, as many states that have um, CWD that humans have consumed CWD, and it hasn't harmed them. But but the organism can change. It's kind of like you know the COVID virus; it can change, and so you know at some point somebody could contract it. So that's mm-hmm. the thing that everyone's that would be... worried about. But I guarantee you. It, over somebody's already consumed a deer that's had it and they didn't even know it uh, yeah in the beginning you wouldn't oh, know they had it until it gets to the later stages when the you know is lethargic you know super skinny and yeah. kind of stumbling around type thing but you know, so all right buddy well enjoy your right. your father's day weekend Okay. And, uh, well, do I have time to give a fishing tip for the summer yes that's yep. absolutely and, you got... and then I have good news and bad news for you Scott okay okay um Fishing tip for the summer is if your lake is green, do not fish too deep because the oxygen in the bottom of the lake is probably close to zero and the fish are not down there. So if you have an excessively green lake, fish about two feet to six, seven feet underwater. Don't go any deeper and you'll catch more fish that way. Huh. 
There okay. you go. Oh, That's Scott. a good tip. I, I like I that. that. All right, guys. No, 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 Scotty. Happy no. Father's Day, buddy. Listen, man. I've got bad news for you. Um, your theme song, uh, the Gloria Estefan song, has been removed from the library here at the radio station. So well, I can't. I thought you changed it to Amarillo by morning. I can't. I can't. I would never do that because that's no fun. That's funny, uh, Touche. That's too, that's too boring. But that's, that's uh, funny. but yeah. So well, I did. I, I I the good news is I found a new theme song for you. Well, there's lots of. Stuff out there. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, Trini Lopez. Uh-huh. <laughs> Reba. I like that one better, Scotty. I do too. Yeah, yeah classic yeah. here. Yeah, no question. All right, buddy. Have okay, a great guys, day. Safe. See you. Yep. yep. We're going to take a break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Hooter. When we come back, we've got a ring power tip of the week. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Now it's time for your Ring Power Tip of the Week, and uh, go to ringpower.com, and uh, you can see all the stuff they have for sale, for lease. Love taking those guys fishing. Uh, anyway, this week's Ring Power Tip of the Week, I was uh, I was mowing last weekend, and huh, it, it it's it's always cool when when. When you have a piece of property and and you 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 figure out when the rut is, and right. but the other thing you can figure out is when your fawns are dropping, and the very end of May, first seven or eight days of June, is when the fawns drop on mm-hmm. my my property, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh, my dog Fancy loves to find fawns, <laughs> and she thinks they're like dogs, you know. And, oh yeah, and, it, and I, I, leave, I, I literally have to leave her on the porch for that week. <laughs> that and the fox squirrels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that and the fox squirrels. The fox squirrels, though, is kind of a game, you know. But but I don't, I really don't want her chasing fawns around, you know. No, anyway, no. so my, my 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 point is is that this time of year, obviously, man, we've had a ton of rain up there, which we needed drought. Um, you're you're always mowing. And and a lot of times, Kirk, you know, this time of year, you, your 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 fall food plots, which are oats, wheats, and rye, right? Right. I mean, the, the deer aren't really uh, eating them, but they get high. Oh yeah. You know, don't Ours go real high. Don't go in there mowing your food plots right now. No. Meadows. Yeah. Fields. Yeah. Don't. That's where the fawns are. Yeah. You know, they, and 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 they'll lay there. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah, they won't move. Yeah, you'll you know? you'll drive right over. Yeah, you'll drive right yep. over the top of them. So this time of year, you know, mow your front yard, mow your roads, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. But but as in your your food plots and 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 your meadows and stuff like that, just leave them big. Just you know, get it, and and by the way, only maybe another couple weeks. Yeah. Then, yeah. then right. and then they'll I mean, be up and moving. Yeah, they'll right. they'll 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 be up and moving around. But right now. They're all like wobbly legged, and I mean they're they're, <laughs> they're so they're, cute. No, they are. They are. They're, they're the, the coolest animals. And, and by the way, that's not just deer. I mean, you're talking poults, mm-hmm. quail, turkeys. You know, yeah. Yep. I mean, they're all of those. All of those. You know, there's 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 still a bunch of babies out there. So just yeah. just 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 be careful. Stick to baby your, rattlesnakes. Ugh. Yes. But you're gonna see a few of them tomorrow. Just saying. I hope not. 
Well, that Bro, rain, dude, I there's got to be moccasins all over the place. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm on moccasin yeah, watch that, right your, now. Are you on moccasin watch? Oh, yeah. Tip of the week. Really? Oh, 100%. Yeah. That would yeah. really mess Father's Day up. Yeah, yeah the rattlesnake. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, and knock on wood, I've never seen a moccasin on my property. Really? Yeah, never. Wow. That's I, awesome. I know. I, copperheads, okay, I've, we've killed a couple copperheads. Rattlesnakes? It's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. I've never seen a piece of property with this many rattlesnakes on it. I mean, mm. it it is it is it is crazy. Um, it doesn't give you the willy jillies. I mean, well, I going mean, to a just, stand in the morning and you know and all that kind well, of stuff. Li- listen, you just have to you, you have to prep more. Yeah. Well, and you walk when you walk in the woods, you look at the ground all. Yeah, up. that's why my neck hurts all the time because I'm always I look looking down. down. Yeah, yeah you always know, look I mean, down. it's it's um um. It, it, the worst time of the year is October, mm-hmm. when they're when they're I, I guess they're, they're they're getting ready to go into basically hibernation. Mm-hmm. You know, I do have a lot of gopher tortoises, so obviously that attracts rattlesnakes too, and they love to live in, in you know in the holes. Yeah. Um, but but my property, there's just a piece of it that's that's high and dry, and mm-hmm. and you know it's about 200 acres of that, and and they just they're just there, you know. <laughs> I mean pines. Yeah, no, it, yeah, will exactly. you, it will ruin your day if yeah. you see a rattlesnake. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> have you ever but, thought about putting a game camera on a pole right in front of a gopher tortoise? You know, I, 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 during this time of year, when you when you're not That'd using your cool. trail camera, it, I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that this weekend. It'd be I'll, interesting I'll to find... see if you find one that's just mm-hmm. got a bunch of them denned up in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the turtle don't care. No, I mean they can't hurt the turtle. No, no. yeah. Yeah, but no, I, I, I'm. It, they wouldn't eat their eggs though. Got no, not rattlesnakes don't eat eggs. I oh, don't. No, he likes rabbits and rats and. Yeah, I don't know. Me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, there's a picture circling around uh, Facebook right now with a deer eating the snake. A Have deer eating the snake. I have, I've I've seen the deer eat seen a it? bird. Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah, he's this. eating a a doe eating yep. a snake. Yep, no Texas. joke. Okay. Yeah, I'll, it's I'll, weird. It's crazy. It's weird. All right, let's uh, let's go to the phone lines and talk to Lynn this morning. He has a charter story. Uh oh, mm. I'll never know. Hopefully, if ain't good. one of us. <laughs> 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 what yeah. do I do now? Yeah. <laughs> good morning, Lynn. Good morning. How are you? We're good. We're good. So I have to put a plug in for Corey with Three Ten Charters. Oh, oh, Captain Corey Sparks. Yes. So, um, you know, we did get to go um, middle of the week, and we had a great time. Okay. But I have to tell you. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> husband, no, it, husbands should always listen to their wives, number one. Okay. True. Because we we had five dozen mud minnows on the back dock at my parents' condo. Uh-huh. And right there by the conch house, and I told my husband, I said, it's been hard to get bait this week. We probably should take those mud minnows with us. No, 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 no. We're good. We're good. Okay. Didn't take the mud minnows. Okay. Yep. So we get down there, and, <laughs> and we're meeting up with them at the ramp, and um, same story. No mud minnows. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Corey was cheap. And then buy bait. No, 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 no. Okay. He was great. So 
somehow, you know, we get out on the water. We're, we're going to try to find some whatever, and we get out there. And I think it was Leon. Uh oh, <laughs> that's a whole other side of this story. Yeah. I think Leon had some shrimp. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. In his in his boat and that he wasn't going to use from maybe the day before or something. But anyway, so we go back and. I think part of the story had something to do with Leon left his key in the boat and he couldn't get. I don't. It was uh, a whole. It's story. always anyways, something with Leon. Yeah, yeah trust yeah. me. Yeah, and you know. And so, anyways, it was hilarious. So we get this bait, and it wasn't great, but we are not complaining because all day it was called Leon's stinky shrimp. <laughs> oh, it was red. <laughs> nice, Leon. Yes, yes. Way to clean up your live. Well, but Leon. you caught fish on it. We sure did. I mean, Corey, I mean, put us on the fish. That's and great. with Leon's stinky bait. So anyways, we, we had we joked all day about it. But anyways, yeah, I actually, you know, skunked my husband and caught these two nice drums. Good for you. Keepers. Nice. Uh, we we did have uh, smaller ones, but yeah, we had a great time and he really knows the backwaters and um, so knowledgeable, and we we had a great time. But we both know how to fish. We've fished all our, our life, and um, but yeah, uh, Kevin, we we've done all the kingfish tournaments. So. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah. So was, it was that, a, great was that a, uh, a Christmas show trip? Yes. Oh, cool. So where are the mud yeah. at? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's 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 good stuff. Well, thanks, Lynn, and, uh, and, and good job, and uh, we'll see you at Ring Power sometime in December. Oh, definitely. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. All right. Yeah. Bye-bye. That's, Bye-bye. That's a good, really good story. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this. So uh, my buddy Doug said, uh, Maine lobstermen uh, catch big court of victory against Biden administration, you know, because we've talked about yeah. this. Right. And, about the and, regulations. And, 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 the yeah. Time. And they they ruled for the lobster fishermen. Good for them. All right. Yeah. They, they did. That's good news. You know, we won and, one. And, and they, you know, they, they just use common sense. Right. You know, they, they the lobster fishermen were like, look, we've only, we don't even see whales during lobster season. Um, and there's only been one reported since 2006. Right. So, so anyway, I, I, I Kind of maybe gives us some hope. Yeah. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. I'm just talking about, obviously, with, with, yeah, the, with, the, with the snapper regulations and stuff like that. Um, obviously, it, it's, it's, it's different. And those guys are, are very organized. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. Did they, you go to the meeting last week? Did you I, come I, to St. Augustine, Kirk? I did no, not. I did no, not. I didn't either. Yeah. <clears throat> no. So, um, it, was, it, it was it was pretty, pretty interesting. Um, and and they, they – what – They've put so many regulations on on those lobster fishermen. This is like the first time that they've won. They've won. Yeah. So I read I read the whole thing this morning. But if you want to read about it, I, I thought that that was really cool. And thanks, Doug, yep. for, for for sending that to me. So, give me a an outdoor show moment with your dad. Don't tell me he's playing golf. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> um, growing up, my dad was never home. Uh huh. He um was the head salesman for a big uh, aluminum company. So his days was always leaving Sundays around noon on a plane and coming back on Fridays. Uh-huh. And, you know, we would get 
you know, back there was no cell phones. You know, they called the old phone with that had a cord on it and stuff like that. You know, that most people don't realize. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're growing up nowadays, it was that. Yeah, it, you were connected to the kitchen. It was in the kitchen. Yeah, absolutely. So it was only one phone. It was in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. And anyhow, so the good old days. Yeah, the good old days. So I mean, the uh, I mean, basically, what I remember on Father's Day, and that was all of them, was that. He just said the hell with it, basically, and he would leave then Monday evening and go for a few days instead of Sunday. So we always had fishing together. You know, we mm-hmm. at the time um, we had a uh, thirty-two sport fish. Really? Yeah, oh, that was a big back boat. in seventy-six. Wow. It was a wow. Trojan sport fish. Oh wow! And tro- when Trojan was around, and I'll never forget it. Y'all fished out of St. Augustine? Fished out of St. Augustine. The boat was kept at the conch house. And, um, gosh, I can't remember that boat's name. And, um, anyhow, um, we always, it was just the, me, my brother, and my dad, and my grandfather. And we'd spend the night on the boat for three days. Really? Mm. Hot as hell. It's June. Yeah. So it's hot as hell. Yeah. You had all the windows open, had all the, but it was that time mm-hmm. with my mom's dad. My grandfather and my dad and my brother Keith and myself, and it was just whatever we wanted to do. We would fish all night on the docks, catching flounders and stuff around the conch house. We'd, um, you know, just grill on the boat. You know, we might right. we might run offshore and you know and play around. But that you know, seventy two, seventy six into the early uh, up until about eighty. I mean, you know, there was all ran a. You didn't know where the heck you were going. You know, back mm. then, the sea love <laughs> right, put out, right, right. put out the flags. The flags. Right. You go look for the buoys. You never anchored. You just drifted. You know, right. you knew. Okay, nine miles. Okay, it takes seventeen minutes running sixteen knots. Dead reckoning. Dead reckoning. What nobody realizes anymore, there but us go. old guys. Yep. And you know, we go out there and drift around. And damn, back in them days, there was no mm. problem catching twenty five pound. Guy grouper, right? Any time of the year, it didn't have to be just in the winter time or yeah. whatever. And it and it it was the quality time we spent right there. And then you know, mm-hmm. Monday morning we'd pack up all the junk and you know, dad would head home, take a shower real quick, and you know, catch a plane or two or whatever. But that was always the fun because it was just a guy thing, you know. Even though we just you know we yeah. didn't live far away, that we yeah. could go home and do whatever. It wasn't. It was that <clears throat> packing up the suitcases and. You know, taking a shower and a hose out behind a boat and, you know, all that kind of junk. <laughs> mm-hmm, right. You know, it was just that kind of stuff. It, that, that was it. That was Father's Day. That was Father's Day. That's a good memory. That just is the fellas. You know, Shoot it was out. just the guy thing. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, your, your dad fished, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So, were you literally, uh, did, did you first mate for him? Yep. No kidding. Yep. I would uh, I would catch the shiners uh, <laughs> for the, uh, I, I think I've told you all before, uh, uh, I know I have. I've told y'all how we would bait shiners. We'd take a croaker sack and a uh, hog finisher pellets, mm-hmm. fill yep. the croaker sack with the hog pellets, tie a tie wire around it, and say uh, I was gonna I was gonna bait shiners in five foot of water. I would make the cork and the line four, four foot. I'd put my shiner pellets out, my, you know, four of them around the lake, and my cork would be about that far in the water where I could see it, but no one else could. And I kept the guides <laughs> supplied with shiners, with shiners mm-hmm. and uh, made me a good lit, you know, yeah. after school uh, in the so summer. So you just hook and line them with a cane pole? <clears throat> yeah, I would catch, uh, no, yeah. no, I would catch them with a cast, get off the, the croaker sack. After you get finished catch catching the, the chickens. 
Yeah, that's nowadays. <laughs> but, so you throw uh, a cast net and, and catch the shiners. Yeah, I would catch and uh, and I would uh, on the weekends I would take old timers um, to those shiner spots and like Kevin says, matching the hatch at his place with the bread balls. I would take bread balls to those shiner spots and catch my big bluegills and put out a shiner and have Lugger. them catching largemouth right there on my shiner hole wow. and uh, make me a $100 bill, you know, at 16 mm-hmm. years old, you know, in the afternoon. But uh, I'll tell you all a good Father's Day when, with okay. me. Uh, <clears throat> my dad was a uh, very good uh, bass guy on Lake Jackson, which is a premier bass spot in the south for years and years and years. And uh, it was Father's Day, and he goes, I'll tell you what, I love catching brim. And uh, my dad says, you take me to uh, a stock pond to catch some bluegills, I'll take you bass fishing on Lake Jackson and uh, in the afternoon. So we went, bought 100, 100 crickets, went to uh, to a stock pond uh, like yours, Kevin, where mm-hmm. you just walk out on the dock, and yep, they know yep, you're there, yep. and the door opens. And, <laughs> and uh, we waxed the big bluegills. And uh, kept about 15 of them for a fry, and uh, we went to Lake Jackson, and uh, we got out in a place called Church's Cove, and uh, when we're drifting shiners, you just take the trolling motor and bump it to the wind where the boat stays sideways, and the shiner corks stay parallel, you know, outside mm-hmm. of the boat, so they're not dragging behind right. you. We hadn't been there 20 minutes, bam, we got one about eight pounds, seven or eight, I can't remember, nice chunk, and uh, we... We put some shiners back out, and uh, about that time, like a pogey does, and when a king, man, a shiner come up to the top of one, he just get along, and my dad goes, watch him, watch him, and then just boom, like your granddaughter mm-hmm. catching that one off your dock, yes. Kevin. Uh, just a, like a toilet bowl flush, and dad goes, there he is. The only bass that I've ever lost in my life that I saw that was a lunker, I've lost fish that broke my line, but uh, this fish, I got her, hooked her, bring her to the boat, and my dad didn't know I'd loosen the drag. And here we are with 30-pound test on these broomsticks, you know, <laughs> made for shiner fishing. Right. I didn't need to loosen the drag. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of a sudden, dad looks at me, and he goes, who do who you think you are, Roland Martin? Tighten that drag. Get that fish <laughs> to the boat. And so I tightened the drag, and it was a little bit too soon. He blamed it on me, but two foot from the net, guys. I've got a 13-8 on the wall. This fish was bigger than that. Wow. Coming right to the net, and the hook pulled. Uh, and, man, make I sick. felt so little. And my dad, <laughs> he goes, well, how you like that one, Roland Martin? <laughs> and uh, I felt so bad. And then about that time, you know, he, he saw. Right. And then he goes, son, there will always there'll be another day. He goes, just don't loosen the drag. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, that's, that's a great story. Yep. Great story. All right, 641-1010 if you want to give us a call right here on the Nemnick Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Root. We'll be right back. So my chauffeur this morning turns off a JTB and we're going down Southside Boulevard. And, uh, oh, that's me. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and he looks over and he's like, what's that? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes... Why does it say Randy Marion Cadillac? Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no. I said that, that, that uh, Mr. Mark Helmick and, and his family, they, they sold the, the dealership to Randy Marion dealership. And uh, 
Uh, and, 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 and by the way, uh, just same great people, you know, I mean, it, it was, it was really interesting, um, talking to Sean over at Randy Marion and then, and then talking to Mark Helmick after everything was said and done and, mm-hmm. and, uh, just about how he wanted to, to make sure all of his folks that, that have given him so much, you talk about Mark over the years, we're all going to be taken care of everything. Everything is the same. So if you're in the market for a Cadillac, there's only one place to go, and that's Randy Marion Cadillac, just north, uh, just right there on South South Boulevard, just north of JTB. Congratulations great, great, to Mark. I great, hope he has a great retirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Yeah, he's already called me up because I want to go tarpon fishing. I'm like, okay. okay. Yeah, I can spend that money. Yeah. <laughs> I, can see him, I can see him doing a lot of trout fishing. He looks like oh, he likes he's that. He's going to. He likes yeah, that stream fishing you, stuff. You, you know he's going to be in North Carolina yeah. a lot. It looks yeah. like he enjoys that. Yes, yes, he does. He does. All right, let's go talk to Papa G. He's got a daddy story for us. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, buddy. Good morning. Hey, man, I got a, I got a quick story about my daddy. He was a Pearl Harbor survivor, and may he wow. rest in peace. Uh, uh, he was he was a supply officer in the U.S. Navy. And uh, in one weekend on Father's Day, I would think I was 11 or 12 years old and a member of a Boy Scout troop over there uh, on the west side. And, and he took us all up to Crooked River State Park up there in Georgia, and uh, him and a couple of the other sc- scout masters and stuff. And we pitched our tents, man, and mosquitoes were just eating us alive, man. It was awful. They were, That's the worst. Let me tell you something. Uh, them things and those little no they were everywhere, oh. man. So, so daddy, daddy went back down to the truck, and he come back with these two dark green aerosol cans with gold writing all over them. Didn't say Raider or nothing on them. They were military-issue cans of what I think now might have been Agent Orange because he walked the perimeter perimeter of that campsite with these two aerosol cans. And let me tell you, man, we went there Friday night. By Sunday morning, all we could see was a couple of dead birds laying around. There wasn't a mosquito or nothing. (laughs) Survivors! (laughs) Killed everything that moved, huh? Oh, my goodness, man. It was was just amazing. Woo! There was there was nothing crawling around. Man. It was just amazing. And, and, uh, it, it rained a little bit Saturday, and uh, and we got some firewood and stuff, and we couldn't let everything turn orange. Dad, 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 listen here, Dad. Dad lit that Zippo and sprayed that aerosol can towards that fire, and it lit up like a bonfire, man. It was just un- it was unbelievable. So, uh, Daddy, thanks for the memory. Oh. Rest in peace. God love y'all. Oh, Have a good man. day. Thanks, thanks good Papa G. G. That's a great story, Papa <laughs> that, that, G. That, that, oh, I can just picture it right here. <laughs> I can just, yeah. just lay in there. You gotta love, Bob, you know, he's still there. <laughs> you got to love your father when they did certain things. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, my yeah. dad was ex-Navy too during World yes. War II. And so everything was always like, well, you know, when we were in the war, this is what we did. And, and, and I remember one time we had a yeah, vacant lot. When we were in the war, this yeah, is what we did. This is yeah. what we did. So we had a big vacant lot next to our house. And we lived in Charleston, right outside of the city limits. And I, I'll never forget, my uncle's like, well, what are you going to do with it, Ralph? And dad goes, we're going to burn it. And he goes, really? And he said, yeah, we're just going to burn it. And he said, we had these drip cans when I was in the Navy. And he said, <laughs> we burned these fields. And so he goes down there to the. He goes, somehow he ends up with a drip can. I don't know right. how he got it. <laughs> right. And they finagle one of the neighbors into, they had a tractor and they brought the tractor over. He said, so we're going to, we're going to burn this and then we're going to roll it and we're going to plant some flowers or something in here. And my mom's <laughs> like, are you sure? And he's like, oh yeah, we got this, you know? So dad goes over there with a drip can and I know he was trying to do the right thing. <laughs> And it was all like sagebrush, and he hit that a couple spots, and all of a sudden, 
whoa. <laughs> the whole neighborhood's like, what the heck's going like on there? Going oh, on. there be light. Fire. <laughs> my dad's running around with a fire hose, you know, with a yeah. little little garden hose. He's trying to put it out. And, and my buddy's like, <laughs> you going, your dad's burning department. down the neighborhood. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it was so funny. And you never seen so many <laughs> Cottontail rabbits that were up in that. <laughs> they were shooting out across the road. My mom's going, I never realized there were many rabbits in there. My dad's going, oh my God. Oh. You know, fire department comes over and puts the dog on thing out. But it was hilarious. I mean, so, so it's it's funny. You, you remind me of something. So I, my, my fondest, some of my fondest memories of my dad is is that I was his bird boy. Growing up, we we always did big dove hunts. Thanksgiving, you know, I mean, the like, best, the best. Right. I mean, we you know we had the hog farm, and and there was always doves, and and Thanksgiving was, um, you you ate mm. it you ate at yeah. noon, right? And and then the boys went dove hunting for the rest of the day, and and, and I had my Good Daisy memory. BB gun, mm. you know, and and I, I loved it when he wounded them because I got to put it out of its misery you know i mean that's that's just what you did right right but i remember when the, the, the first one of the first hunts that i got to hunt on uh we were um at my dad my dad's been one of my dad's best friends his name was claude rob we called him rob and, and he had um, um a place out there by the airport um and it was the first time i actually got to carry a shotgun <clears throat> so i had my little savage uh Guess it would have been um, like a twelve gauge. Yeah, no, it was a twenty gauge. Seven, twenty, 20 gauge. Yeah, single shot. I was a good shot with it, right? Right. But I'll never forget this because I, I, I we got out of the car and and um, I loved to hunt snipe. I mean, that's that's what I grew up really doing is, is snipe hunting. And Dad told me he goes, "Look," and this was the beginning of the year. He's like, it's, "This is the first weekend of dove season. Snipe season's not open." You know, I, I don't know why, you know, but he was like, he was so by the rules, you know, we're mm -hmm. not shooting snipe, you know, there are some sniper. Anyway, long story short, I'm sitting in my little spot and dad's in his little spot. We got sitting on our five gallon buckets and we've, we've, we've killed a couple of birds and, and I look over the edge of the field and, and, and here comes a snipe, you know, and, uh, you know, they got that erratic flight to mm -hmm. them, you know, and. And uh, like two or three guys shoot at it, bam, bam, they miss, you know, and it comes right over the top of me, and I'm like, nope, I ain't shooting that snipe. Goes right over the top of Dad, bam, he folds it up. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. I stand up, I'm like, you know, I'm like ten, I'm like, you told me not to shoot snipe. What are you doing? You know, sit down, son. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Oops. Yeah, yeah. Last yep. <laughs> you know, those are those are the kind uh, of memories. Yeah. You know, don't, I just remember him specifically saying. Then, then, then when he did, I'm like, "What are you doing? Shoot, sit down, son." Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is so true about dads. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's how I've got to pick up my grandfather because, of course, my do. parents were at work. So, always the day we got out of school, my brother and I, and again, this is back in the early '70s, and he oh he was he he retired, but he was a logger. Uh -huh. So summertime, getting out of school meant he had free two helps, me and my brother. Uh -huh. Okay, so he would cut wood in the morning time, and uh, we would have to go home and hand split it all. Ugh. And then me and my brother, because we were still we, I don't know what we were, whatever seven and five or whatever, but we had a stack whatever he split. Right, and. So, because when wintertime comes around, then he would sell the, sell the cordwood and everything. Well, anyhow, 
I just it just you got over there every morning that we get dropped off at six thirty or whatever and you know, Nana would have a couple fried eggs, you'd eat breakfast real quick. It was a old single cab stepside Chevrolet. Just beat to hell because throwing logs yeah. in the back of it and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And back then, there wasn't no property that you couldn't go on. They didn't care. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. You oh, went, no, you know, no, no, no. Yeah, you know, I you, went, you, you know, you cut down your tree and you just whatever. And, <laughs> hey, what, what are you doing? You cut yeah, down my tree. Pacific anymore. Yeah, you right, just went, yeah. You know, you just went and cut. But anyhow, and the funniest thing was my grandmother. It was just, she, I, I they still make it to this day. And, and I got to tell on her. God rest her soul. But she bought that Pepperidge Farm bread that was only like a quarter of an inch thick. You ever, <laughs> ever right. seen it? Yes. You yeah. ever yeah. seen it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> if if the garden was happening, then you got tomato on it. Uh-huh. If you didn't, it was usually either a piece of ham or a piece of bologna. Piece of bologna, yep. And, you know, some mayonnaise or mustard or whatever you wanted. And it was like a squash sandwich. I'm telling you, you, you know, we know how to make a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, that sandwich still to this day, I can remember, was never any bigger than a half an inch. <laughs> and that included two, two quarter-inch pieces of yeah. bread, you know, that yeah. was on it. But anyhow, yeah, then we were we had, we had were able to have lunch, uh, you know, worn, and back out there to stack up whatever he he yeah. was like. And that 5 o'clock, you could not wait till mom or dad come right. in the car. It's like, God, they get me out of here. You know, just to know that you're coming back the next morning to do it all over again. Oh, that that just leads us right into the uh, Kirby Co. Cooking Tip of the Week. Right? Yeah. Food. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, it, Jeff, this is this is Longman's, and uh, I think this is really cool. Because, but this is really right up his alley. Okay. You know, because when, when Longman does a road trip, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's on he's on. It's a food trip. It's a food trip. It's a, he's on some kind of an app or something. I don't know, but he's always like trying to find these hole in the wall, yep. little places. Well, those are and, the best. And, oh, and, they, it's, are. And, they, they are. And, and they it's are. it's totally outdoor show research, okay. you know. Yep. And, and he has he has found some amazing places over the. I mean, I'm talking. Remember when he went when when up to uh, Davidson University. Uh, yeah, that's and, right. And, and mm-hmm. he's talking about, well, we went down this dirt road. Yeah. I'm like, what? Right. Yeah, I mean, him and Dylan stopped. Yeah, at some... I mean, he was listening to the banjos. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. So, anyway, um, if if you if you look at, <laughs> I've seen all Kirk. I'm sure you've seen. Oh yeah, all you've seen all these restaurants. Yep, I've been through uh, folks in a number in, of folks times. And you got the Quick Chick, Fried Chicken, Okie Finoki Restaurant, which is uh, obviously very famous, and Jalen's Barbecue and Grill. I have never been in any of these, to be honest with you. Um, I've been in the Okie Finoki restaurant. I've stopped in there a couple times. Yeah, yeah. And that's so. some good good old-fashioned Southern grub right there. <laughs> they got collard greens? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got oh, grits? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you pretty much, you name it, they've got it right there. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, it's that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, the, uh, the, the one that I used to go to, and, and and Carrie's been there with me. The one I used to go to in Kansas was called the Blue Heifer. There you go. <laughs> There's a good name. Oh, heifer. Yeah, and and they they um, I mean you 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 go in there and and obviously you got the 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 food bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's just you just all want the buffet. You, you yeah, want something off the menu? Exactly. You know, and the, and the menus look like they're fifty years old. They're all crunched. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, but the the food was. Fantastic! We don't have the any people of that down here, do we? Were awesome. You do. You just got to look. Yeah, for you them. do. Yeah, you, you got to look. You, you got to get out of Jacksonville, St. Augustine. Is what I'm trying to tell you, right? You got to get in the middle of the state. I know that uh, it's been years ago, but I went up to see Jim and and Bobo McCollum, and Jim was like, "Let's go have a hamburger." And I'm like, "Where?" He goes, "Oh, you got to go to this place, T Bones." 
and it was okay. a place up in Fernandina. It was a an old Texaco gas station. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. guy made these gigantic. I mean, they were gigantic hamburgers. But that's what you got to do. You've got to go hit these uh, mom and pop places. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's cool. And and it, but but you're right, Scott. You know, I'm. I, I, it's 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 amazing. Scott and I were just looking this morning. We were driving. We were like, "Damn, the apartment complexes." Yeah. Oh man. It's like, it's like we're There's like, "What's coming up every day?" Where are the people it, coming from? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and and and, and they're they're not they're, they're not cheap. But my my point is is that you know when whenever I get in my truck today with my wife and my dog, all right, and we drive three and a half hours northwest, the, the world comes back. To you, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean. I mean, yeah. the, the, you know, the, it's not all you know commercial stuff. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's 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 so uh, it, 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 it's, it, it's it's so. I mean, you you literally do, man. You, you kind of go back in time. Yeah. You know, and it's it's awesome. I'm That's sorry. why I like going it to Fargo. Is. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're going back, and it's all country roads. Yeah. And a lot of woods, and it, I don't know about you guys, but when I get into that kind of environment. Seems like all the stress from the city just kind of slides off my shoulders, it, no. and when, when, I get a lot more relaxed. When I, when I take that left on that dirt road, I'm with that, you. That that that, that <laughs> my blood pressure and all that. Mike Damn. and I went to the Fargo property to get the four wheelers recently, yeah. and I, I know when we pulled through the gate, and he looked at me, and I looked at him, and I'm going. He said, "What do you want to do?" And I said, "Let's just get on the four wheelers and just go ride around, yeah, and do nothing, yeah, do nothing." And we did. Yeah. We rode around for hours, yep. you know, ride down there by the Swanee River and parked, and just sat back on the four wheelers, looking at the water and just talking. And it was like, man, that's so nice. Good, Not man, quiet. Man. I got, I got those those twenty five pound bags of bird seed. So the first thing I do when I get there is I, I feed just, the birds. I just take it, and spread it in the front yard, just 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 spread it all out there, and then we sit on the front porch, and mm-hmm. it is it's it's a blast. Yeah, that's I mean, cool. you know, we've got I've got. Two or three does in the front yard, eating bird seed. You gotta love it all, all the time, you know. And then, and then, just every every kind of bird that you can sit. It's just, it, I mean, for for hours. You probably get some fawns hanging out up there too, because all them pines you got. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, and that's why that, that's that, that's why Carrie and I have to keep fancy, basically, on the porch this time of year. I, but I think they're they're all probably big enough now that mm, they can yeah. they can kind of handle themselves. But when we were there two weeks ago, I mean, they were. They were little guys. Well, too wobbly legged, you know. I know when we ride around the four wheelers, we we went behind the, the cabin and and it was the biggest patch of blackberry bushes I had seen in years, and they were slap full mm. of blackberries. Dude, dude, we, and we, I hit the brakes, yeah. and Mike stopped, and he looked back, and he goes, "What are you doing?" Yeah. I said, "Look to the right," and he goes, "Oh my god!" Uh-huh. And so we both got off the four wheeler. We didn't say anything, <laughs> and like two bear cubs, <laughs> I look over there, and he's over there, and we're both just popping them in our mouths, just one after another. We sat there for 30, 40 minutes eating blackberries. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's money right oh, there. Oh, brother. Oh, yeah. Yeah. C- uh, Carrie and I are right. <sighs> so, so, yeah. So, she made jam. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and, and then the, the other thing that- Fresh cobblers, we, man. That, that, uh. we, that we did this year finally, and I know we need to take a break, is, um, and, and we'll, we'll use this for, for a gear tip- but she found a certain mesh to put over her blueberry bushes. Mm-hmm. And it's, we've had this place since 2006. We probably planted these bushes in, in 2010. We have never, not one time, had a blueberry off yeah, of them. Because, because as soon as they get ripe, yep. Birds it, and the deer, it's done. Yeah. But yeah. this year, we got, we got a bunch of blueberries. But we put a netting over them. Right. So, so the birds can't eat. It, wow. It, yeah, awesome. it, yeah. Yeah, it, it worked out. It worked out really well. Very cool. Um, so awesome. anyway, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. 
And we'll come back. We'll do a weather and tides. Be right back. Welcome back to the Nemnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Brewer. Right now, we're going to go look at them. That's your forecast brought to you by the Bearded Pig. And um, thank you, Lester, for, for bringing in the sliders. But yeah, uh, yeah that just kind of reminded me of the Bearded Pig for some reason. They're really good. <laughs> yes. Very yeah. good. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you enjoyed them. A little venison for breakfast. A little venison. Today, west, southwest, 10 to 15, which is the same forecast we've had for, what, seven or eight days? At least. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep, yep. Tonight, uh, southwest. Tomorrow, which is good news, northwest winds 5 to 10, actually becoming northeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon. If I was going to pick a day to beach fish, tomorrow would be the day. Yes. I mean, a, a little northwest wind in the morning, which is going to keep the beach um, nice and calm. And then when that you know that that breeze switches around to to the northeast, Katie bar the, oh, the door, door, brother. I I'm not kidding you. That's that is a that is a great forecast. I'm hoping for, and praying that does hold true, and yep. maybe the bait will show back up. Yeah, no, me too, mm. me too, because we're all struggling. Because if not, yeah. it's going to be a long week. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Uh, Monday, southeast winds five to ten, which is great news, increasing to ten to fifteen. And the reason we're saying this, folks, is because whenever you have a west southwest or even a south wind consistently day in and day out, even overnight, it has a tendency to blow the, the, the warm water offshore and, and you have an intrusion, which we fishermen call a thermocline. Yeah. So so the water gets cold. And when the water gets cold, it, it totally changes the, the, the fishery. It, it changes it bad for some fish, but what we've learned over the years is how to fish it. Right. And, and one thing that we have seen this week is we've seen manta rays on the beach. Yes. So it and and if if we have that intrusion that that thermocline, um, you'll you'll start seeing cobia on the beach again. You'll see rays on the beach again. It will knock the kingfishing down a little bit. But if it's supposed to switch around, and then you know Tuesday, uh, they're calling for Tuesday through Wednesday southwest uh, south winds ten to fifteen seas two to three. Yep. Yeah. But it does look like there's a lot of showers and thunderstorms, um, some kind of Interference in the, interference in the Gulf. Interference in the Gulf is what I'm here. I mean, just just um, just right. heard that. Well, looking at the radar, it, you know, while we've been in the studio, we've had three or four good downpours outside. Right. I mean, you know, and some of it had some red in it, a little bit of yellow, and it's moved off Ponte Vedra right now. It looks like once it gets through here in the next 30, 40 minutes, it looks like it's going to be fairly clear for a couple of hours. So you might be able to get out and play around a little bit. Um Tides brought to you by Angie Subs, the best sub shop at the beach. Um, you had a high tide at 8.54 this morning um, and a low tide at 2.42 uh, or 2.30 this afternoon. And with this wind, the way it's been blowing, that yeah. tide, when it goes out, it it's is, been getting it's low, been, low, it, it's, low. I was, mm-hmm. I was telling Scott, I, I actually had a day this week where I spun the tires at right. the ramp. Well, you know, I'm like, uh-oh, it's yeah. not good. <laughs> you know, uh, it low, was low. It, it because – it's, there's so much algae buildup yes, on, on on the bottom of those ramps that when it gets on your tires, it fills in <laughs> your, your your grip. Well, you know? and I think all You're this wind nowhere. too nowhere. has blown a lot of the silt, yes. you know, onto the boat ramps, and that's yep. added to it. Because I know I was talking to Ron Sure yesterday, and he fished up in the, the shallow water uh, up up near, I guess, up towards Sisters Creek, and he said the the creeks are just slap dirty as they can be. The yeah. water's filthy back in the shallow water. Yeah. Wow. And it's from all that wind, that mm-hmm. west wind. And rain. 
Yeah, and, and we've had a substantial yeah, washing, amount of rain in the last two Washing junk days. down it. Yeah. And I'll tell you, folks, nothing against it. Done it a couple times, and I'm sure all of us have. Yeah. Make sure your footing is sure, meaning oh. don't jump oh. off the bow of your boat thinking, oh, I'm young. I can mm. jump down six Boy, feet. I ate it a couple Let me ago. tell you yeah. about it. When you come and your feet go out from underneath you and you land yep. on your back on the ramp, ain't no fun. you pretty much wish that somebody just mm. killed you right then and there because it does nothing <laughs> but hurt. You can't breathe anyway. No, you can't breathe to even scream to get help. Hopefully somebody's there looking looking and sees what happens. Yeah, you had a nasty one a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I ate it, man. I laid there on my back. Oh. I was like, oh. Yeah. Right. Oh, it is. I mean, I take little baby. Give me some breath. Yeah. I take little baby steps walking down the ramp. To Put the one hand boat. up in the air with yeah. the one finger. Yeah. <laughs> Still haven't found out. Two guys two guys that were. truck up there getting a big yuck out about it. Uh, I'm okay. Thanks, fellas. Oh, uh, that's the worst. Yeah. 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 And, and mm. for, Cut yourself for, on oysters. For, for me everything. now with the bigger boat. It's it, it not. That's near, a long drop. It is not it, an easy task, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, it's yeah. You'll do it's a split. A, it takes me an extra 15, 20 minutes. You know, you have to take your time with yeah, that big boat, man. Bust I mean, your you, behind. You, uh, well, you can not uh, mm-hmm. getting in and out, putting it on the trailer, but getting in and out of the boat. That's yes. what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know what off I mean? the nose I mean, of the boat so, and get yeah, on when, the, when you walk up there to, to tie off to the dock, and you got to get out. I mean, it's you don't just step off like you do. And in, in our bay boats, no. you know, you got to step up on the deck. <laughs> then you got to step way out, and yeah. But I got a height problem, so I got a, I got a set really? of stairs. No, never noticed that. No, I got a set of stairs that's mounted down the length of my trailer. <laughs> never so noticed I don't that have on a problem. you. That's a good idea. I I, I literally need. You a see on my trailer. You yeah, saw. I mean, stairs I got, up front. They make something. I, got a I know they do. I got a walkway they on make my like, trailer. They make like two little things that you can hook to the side of the winch. I saw them. Like little miniature galvanized steps. I'm going to. That'll be my next purchase. I, I would Google it on yeah. on Amazon or something. You ought to be able to buy GTS. something. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you had one on your uh, on your big boat before the ladder on your trailer. No, I thought you did on your. No, he stepped on his trailer tire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stepped and on came the tire. off of that one. Yeah, that's yeah. how I get mine. I stepped on the tire. Yeah. See, even I mean, yeah, I'm just telling I you, I had a yeah. I had a stainless steel, yeah. the graded kind of stainless steel stuff mm, yeah. and it's about four feet long and you just put your foot on the winch and you step put your foot down on the little it's stairway awesome. it's yeah. okay it's crazy thing sliced bread yeah, yeah. <laughs> i got something real quick Go uh, for father's day all, all you dads uh something yeah that i started with uh my boys years ago and uh, kevin and i've talked about it uh chicken account uh <laughs> yeah, no, yeah really with your give name it all, on it yeah. give it all to dad <laughs> yeah, that right. was uh i seen it in bow hunter magazine tw- 25 years ago and i started doing it with my boys you think you can remember everything that your boys say uh you you younger dads out there with younger kids uh when your boys say j- jot it down and uh, oh. 10, 15 years from now, pull that book out, that your little journal, the things you jot down with your boys. Uh, you talking about making some laughs. <laughs> I have some good ones with my boys, and uh, there's no way I would have remembered the things that I wrote down without that. That's a great idea. That. that is a great I, idea. I keep a journal in the truck. Yeah, it's yeah. so good with your boys and your grandbabies, Kevin. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man, yeah. That's, money. That, that's a great idea. Money, money. Yeah, because you could go back and embarrass them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do it quite often. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Hey, once again, congratulations on on, 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 a, great, on yep. a great, great fish. 
in the in the old school. Keep it here in the outdoor show. Yes. Yeah, you represented well. You Yeah, you did. You and I look like twins, but that's oh, all we right. did. Yeah. <laughs> we had the same hat on and the same shirt on. So dang sure did. Yeah. That but that was that was that was that was good stuff. Well, moms, don't forget now. That's right. Yeah, tomorrow is us. our big day. Yeah, yeah that's right. It's we our don't hour. get much. That's right. <laughs> we'll take a little edge. That's right. Yeah, yeah. When we'll I'm, make it special. When I'm when I'm sitting on the porch in the morning yeah, at, at nine thirty, overlooking the pond with a Bloody Mary, I just want to just and sit chill. there with my wife and, and my dog, chill. and yep. just and just chill. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, remember yeah. Mother's Day. We wanted we wanted sliders, and Marsha goes, "It's Mother's Day." It's Mother's now Day. It's Father's <laughs> Day. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So I don't want flowers. So, yes. so, so I don't want no any roses. No right. tie. No you, flowers. You, you, you know, um, yesterday I I had to because uh, we love bold peanuts. Hey, uh, all right. Uh, and 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 Win Dixie has had the best peanuts. Um, and, and and Carrie cleans them and boils them. Anyway, nice. when I was when I was in there buying uh, peanuts yesterday, they had uh, Dungeness crab on sale for, for, for you got me for thinking t- about that ten dollars a pound. Yeah, yep. you got me thinking now. Yeah, Win Dixie's run some good stuff. Yeah. I went in there last week and we bought lobster tails. Okay, mm. yeah. oh, really nine bucks. We really? have one right up here in my strike zone. I'm going when I leave. Yeah, it was <laughs> nine dollars for two it, tails. It was t- and I was thinking Father's Day, so mm. I'm going to stop and get me some shrimp. Yeah. Today on my little stand at Lim Turner, and mm-hmm. then I'm going to have shrimp and and Dungeness crab tomorrow. Woo. Sweet, mm. it's, a good, it's Father's sounds, Day. Hey, sounds like a good yeah. meal to me. <laughs> Maybe go. Down bring me pond, my plate. I'll be on bath. the couch <laughs> yeah. watching the Gator game. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Gator I, baseball. Yeah. Well, now, and then I'm going to watch the U.S. Open because it looks yeah. like it's going to be mm-hmm. very, very interesting. How about that 72 foot? Yeah, putt. But that guy made just wow. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Is Fowler yeah. still up there? Nick Taylor. Yeah, yeah, he's still leading. All still right. Leading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing unbelievable. He's Man. playing. He saw the 62. Yeah, yeah, 62. That's that's, that's pretty good stuff. The, the golf guys are going, oh, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> stealing our glory here. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. What? Yeah, well, do you want us to talk fishing? Yeah, right Yeah, right now. Right now they're like, okay, well, we got to figure Daddy out Mark. turkey. How are we <laughs> yeah. Do you know how to make a turkey call? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah now, now what do we do? Mike Correo doing a turkey call. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's thinking, man, we, already, we were going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Do we have turkeys here? <laughs> they just blew a half an hour of our show. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Oh, that's good stuff. Good stuff. Thank you, guys. It's it's it, it's been fun and um, and all the dads out there. Amen. Yeah, man. Yeah, enjoy Father's Day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Enjoy fathers, fathers and the grandfathers. Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have a have a good day tomorrow. Yeah. Some good memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and by the way, Northwest. That sounds like <clears> this uh, might be. Might be less humidity, you know. Might be might be a good porch sitting day. Yeah, good oh, porch sitting day, or a good day to get on the boat. I ain't getting on no boat. Or a good day to get on the no, four wheeler and I'll ride around in the no, woods. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You I'll, I'll, it's your day. No way. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Kevin so, can walk no. ten steps and catch a bass. That's what are you right. Well, I, I, I might be on my twelve foot boat. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Oh, absolutely. Folks, as usual, the Nimnik Outdoor Show is brought to you by some fine sponsors, Angie Subs, Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine Construction, Coastal Equipment, Consignment Boat Sales, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, LV Hires Inc., Ring Power, <laughs> Take a breath. Standard Feed and Sea Strike Zone, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Valentino Custom Boats, Whalen Bay Marine, Randy Marion Cadillac, Shimano, Wild West Guns and Gold, Kirby Cove Builders, Inc., and, of course, the Nimnik family of dealerships. All you fathers out there, have, have a wonderful day. 
It's, uh, it, it, like I said, it looks like the weather's going to be beautiful, and uh, just it's just, just one of those days to relax for Captain Scott Shank. Thank you. Captain Kirk Waltz, Lester Beal, my good buddy Chris Swain. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. Remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya. Because I'm hooked on hooking up, and there ain't